rant. I gotta fucking click this shit. Oh wait, hold on. Let me take off his ticker here. Take off whatever you gotta take off, bro. Take take everything off. I don't care. I'm not. I was, I was removing the the Hawks ticker if he's not coming on until. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Our guests our guests are joining us uh, pretty late tonight. So, yeah, what the fuck? Uh, let me see. Uh, we're gonna go live on the rant. Shining Wizards episode five sixty one, and brop and brop. Okay, we should be live everywhere. I think we got a hand this time. The comments, all right, comments. It's 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 fucking it's Matt talking shit instead of being here. Yeah, I see and it. I see it all. Ryan Schlong fucking stoking the fire. So good for you guys. Whatever. Have that's fun. Schlong. With- so- Sullivan and Schlong. Yes, that's that's Mr. Schlong's. You're on fake book. Great. Motzbach letting us know we're on fake book. I, I don't know what that means. It's why are you apostrophe re Motzbach? You're yeah, you're on fake book. Yeah, you phony baloney speller, you. You fucking All nonsensical right. idiots. I'm curious to see what liner you pulled up, by the way. Oh, oh, it's going to be great. Because you know why, Kev? We're starting season 11 off without Matt, and it's going to be a fucking great time. Mm. Two-man army is here. What else we got going on? We got, oh, the Hawks Airy joining us, PJ and oh, yeah. Love We got guys. the big deal, Craig Steele. Long-time oh, friend. Actually, Luke and, um, we talked about it last week, Luke and uh, Craig are making their returns to the show, both former guests. Joined for the first time by Luke's son, PJ. It's going to be a blast. We got other shit to talk about. I don't know. I mean, Mm. other shit to talk about. We'll talk. We'll figure it out. (laughs) We shall figure it out. Hey, you know what? We'll keep the intro short because we are uh, pushing for a seven o'clock start time. And now everybody's talking shit. Just letting you know, Facebook. All right. We don't care. Leave us alone. (laughs) Go away. Stop. This is our, this this is the soft open. Yeah. All right. we're professionals. Don't they realize, Kev? We've been doing this officially te- over ten years now. I, that's that's a very good point. It's <laughs> a very good point. Look, when you're turning into the Shining Wizards, you know what you're getting. So if, if it is, if if it's something you don't like, I don't know what to tell you. Have you listened I... to us over the past 560 episodes? It doesn't get be- it doesn't get worse, but I... it really doesn't get much better. Well, that, I think that might just our <laughs> guests not included. This might be one you want to listen to for either it could be really, really good or really, really bad. Well, you know what? So, You're gonna have to, yeah, go ahead. We're gonna have the to guess stick will, around. The guests will be great, but other than that, oh boy, buckle up. Ooh, it's always oh, an interesting. I, I don't know. Uh, All no, right, we, so turn, we turn, we turn into the skid, Matt. This is a car wreck waiting to happen. You always turn into the skid. It's it a two man army. Why don't we fire? Why don't we fire the tank up, Tony? All that and more coming up next on the season premiere of The Shining Wizards. Woohoo! The following is a presentation of The Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live on rantiumradio.com and available on all podcast platforms and at shiningwizards.com. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at amazon.shiningwizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash wizards podcast as always we thank you for your continued support and now enjoy the show what's up this is a southern stomp of luke hawks huge effing arms wildcat sports and you're listening to shining wizards podcast
Rolling in my two-man army. What's up, fuckers? I love the big package. And he's got those smelly balls. The fuck are you talking about? What a fucking loser. Fuck the shiny wizards. And welcome everyone to episode 561, kicking off season 11 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Your two-man army is in studio, and of course, it's time for the wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony! Whoa, 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 what was that? For those people not... I'm pointing to you. I'm doing a little... Oh, but you did, you, know. you, did my, you did my RVD thing. No, I didn't. I went like this, and I went like this, because I don't know which direction to point, because the camera's uh, always off for me, because we're always nope, changing nope, positions and whatnot. Nope, nope, you stole it. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, sorry. KJG. I really didn't steal it. You do it so much better than I could never. Even if I stole it, I couldn't do it justice. Do you? Oh wait, did you did you did the Bill Afon, the Sabu? Did you do the? No, no, I was trying to do the Scott Hall, but I went the wrong way first, so then I had to switch it to this way. I don't see. Know. I was pointing Come to the left, but you're not on my left. You're on my right, so I had to point to my left, which means that I'm pointing to my right. I don't, I don't know. know. I figured it out. I'm pointing to my left, but it's pointing to you on the right. So there you go. I, I really thought you went RVD style on me. No, no, I wouldn't steal. I don't know. Game, we'll bro. have to watch this back. We'll have to watch this back later because I think you think you tried to steal the shtick. No, I, w- I would never do I think that. You did. Bro. I would never do that. Look, look at all these neat buttons we got. There's a there's a Shining Wizards live button which I didn't even know we had. This is fun. I like fucking around with StreamYard. You don't see this up top? It says Shining Wizards up here. It says live down there. Tony, wherever. that's been there for the entire time you've been using StreamYard. Nope, because now it's not. Now it is. Now it's not. All right, Has it always been there? I don't, oh, this one? Do it one more time. I, I don't, this one. This one. This one. This one. No, do, no the, the, live, the live one. This one. With the, time, with the time stamp. There's a timestamp i thought you i thought that's the one you got rid of that's always been there no this no this like in the queue not something that we can futz around with look i'm mesmerized for the people not watching us by the way we are live on the ranch rantiumradio.com we are live on all of the social medias including the facebook the twitter the, the twitch the youtubes and we are with you in podcast form. And for the benefit of those who download us and listen to us and take us along wherever they go, I just recently discovered the Shining Wizards button that puts our logo up top and a little live logo on the bottom. So I'm having fun all by myself. Wait, where's this live logo that you're talking about? Oh, it I says see live. It. The pink. Okay, there we go. It. Yeah, all right. All right, that's new. I thought you were talking about the live up on the top right with or the top left with the No, the no, 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 no. That. No, that pops up every time we broadcast. Yeah, that's it's been that's what honest. I thought you were talking about. I didn't see the live thing down there. But how is that any different than when we had like the 10th anniversary sticker up there? I don't know, Kev. I don't I don't do the production. I, I leave mm. this all to Matt. I just kick back, relax, and have a good old time. That's a, that's a great point. That's a great point. Yeah, Matt's a, in, the engineer. 
What are you drinking tonight, by the way? I heard you opening oh. a beverage before we started. Uh, traditional, traditional white claw, you know, basic. Nice. Basic. Kev? Little ruby, ruby grapefruit, ruby, ruby Soho grapefruit. Not going to lie. I found this in the back of the fridge and it tastes every bit of uh, as old as it looks. All right. So you're drinking a skunked Heineken. And I don't give a fuck. Is that the, so is that the only beverage that you have in the house? Yes, and I think this might have been left over from Memorial Day. Or didn't didn't we have didn't we do a studio guest where they wanted Heineken's or they they did, asked if we can get Heineken's? I'm sure we did. Maybe it was from ten years ago. I have no idea. So it's I, so let me tell you how much I admire the dedication. You have only one beer in the house. You're not planning on drinking anymore after that. It tastes like shit. And you're still gonna drink it. Correct. Ding. <laughs> oh boy. Well, in fairness, I was doing shots last week. So I mean I do have I do have adult beverages in the house. I just don't have any of the crisp bottle kind. Oh, uh, all right. So that's a whole different ballgame. I thought that was the only thing that would give you the feels, the feel goods. No. Tonight. I mean I, I was like, is it worth I... it? Is it worth it to drink a beer that tastes like dog shit if it's the only one you're gonna have? Yeah, probably. I mean, All look, right. I'm not the professional right. drinker. I mean, you know, I, I would defer to you, but I'm just sort of in the mood to have a beer tonight. So it is what it is. Oh, and I'm Listen, just going to have I am mad at you. I'm proud of you. Oh. oh, man. That's the other problem. I had a fucking gyro for dinner, and now I'm drinking a skunky beer. See, you and the gyros, man. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with you, the gyro? No, gyros are delicious, but I feel like there's always an issue with you and them. And then them and falafels and curry and whatever you have. I don't particularly partake in the falafels and the curries, but I do like me a good, as they say in Greek, a gyro. You're over a gyro? You want gyro? Gyro. You might say that. (laughs) We've been doing 10 euros of podcasting. Oh, fucking A, Kev. (laughs) Holy shit. I oh, give you that. that was a good one, man. That was a good one. Yeah, that well, was a good wrestling. one. It's wrestling Re- talk, T Donk. Uh, yes. So wait. So let me ask you this though, beer. because it's it was the holiday weekend, Thanksgiving, and all that stuff. Ooh. And I know we did record a bonus episode for the Patreon. So if you are a Patreon supporter, which you can uh, support for little as a dollar a month, patreon.com backslash wizards podcast. Uh, we didn't mention, I think we may have mentioned either before the show or on the show how our Thanksgivings were. But if you're not yet supporting us on the Patreon, Tony, how was your Thanksgiving? It was fun, man. It, the, the turkey turned out great, which I actually made this year. Uh, my right. brother-in-law, so, my sister-in-law uh, had us over the house. They made a ton of great sides. We had you, like, bur- you birthed a turkey. Yes, I you did. made the turkey. And then I stuffed it with my know, fist. Know, it's like the reverse... <laughs> Of how things are born. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, you ever see, the, dude? You ever see the prank videos where, like, the mom or the dad will have the turkey in the kitchen, and then they'll pull a chicken out of it, and then they'll, like they'll show their kids, and the kids are like, "Oh my god, it was pregnant!" A live chicken? No, 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 no. Like they'll have the turkey, like you know, ready to cook, and then they'll mm-hmm. reach in and they'll go, "Oh my god, what's this?" And they'll pull a chicken, like a raw chicken, out of the turkey. And the right. kids will go like, oh, my God, it was pregnant. And it's like, you idiot. They lay eggs. All right. Two things are at play here, Tony. <laughs> so 
So the prank is we have no problem killing an adult bird, but the fact that the adult bird was pregnant <laughs> is where the prank is. Yeah, well, now you killed two birds with one... One stone. <laughs> one, one, one stone. <laughs> two birds, one stove. <laughs> oh, God. So, but what's the prank, though? Like, the the prank is, like, to get the kids to, feel, like, freak out that there was, like, a baby inside the turkey and then we're going to cook the, the turkey with the baby, but... But you're still killing an animal with the with the. Well, turkey. it's already dead. I mean, it's already plucked. It's not. You know. But what you I'm said saying? it was a raw. You said it was a raw chicken. Yeah. Like you never like, bought like an oven stuff or roaster or something like that. It looks like a turkey, but it's small. Yes. Yeah. It, it doesn't have a a face or anything on it. No, it's a, <laughs> that's the joke. That, and the that, kids are that, that, that joke makes <laughs> no sense. <laughs> I laugh well, my ass right, off so this how is what dumb I, people are. This is what I would tell the, their kid or anyone listening. Have you ever heard of a turducken, which is one stuffed in one stuffed in the other? Yeah, but th this is not what this is. All right. Trust me, turducken delicious. Somebody pulling a dead chicken out of a dead turkey. That's kind of fucking creepy. All right. So if this was like a like a Briscoe's like dead chicken that they run around and like snap the head off and there was still blood coming out of it. Like then, like then, yeah, that's a funny prank because that's like, why is there a, a, a chicken with a head with one eye or like still has feathers on it inside of it? As opposed to you're just putting, you're just pulling out a smaller version of what you've already cooked in there. I don't know, it just makes me laugh my ass off. How was your Thanksgiving? Did we cover yours fully? Is that, yeah, I think, that, I think it's not gonna it? get any better than that. All right, see, all right, so here you go. Motzbach. Great point. Be funny they if pulled... they pulled eggs out of it. Actually, if they pulled an omelet out of it, that'd be real funny once it all was right, cooked. So now that'd be hysterical for another reason. <laughs> Our hard-boiled eggs? Dude, if I you know what? I would imagine that would taste pretty good if you pulled an already cooked omelet out of a turkey. Oh man, with that... all the drippings and everything? Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm down. I'm down with it. Turkey basted in house turkey. <laughs> you jive turkey. I am a jive turkey. <laughs> so, how was kid. your Thanksgiving? Ah, uh, you know, the TG always, uh, always, always good. Went to the old, uh, I don't even, I, I think we talked about this on the bonus show, but again, people may not listen. Um, no, no went we to the in laws, about, my sister in law. We, we talked about this last week that, like, what our plans were going to be. Oh, yeah, that's so, yeah, this when, came up. The nieces, uh, my sister-in-law, my brother, my <laughs> their their in-laws, and uh, all the the four nieces, the four kids that are all around the same age are running around, driving tricycles and motorized cars throughout the entire place, and it was a good time. Had some food, ate a little bit. I was still a little bit under the weather, but I felt I felt good towards the end of the night. So it was a, a success. Well, you look good. So yeah. You look, you look healthy. You look like you had a good time. I try, man. Yeah, it was just, it was just like, uh, it was like, it was probably like kind of similar to what your kid had, just like a cold, like sniffles, uh, coughing, sneezing, this and that. But yeah, as a matter just, of fact, the kid was, the kid was feeling so much better. I don't know if you were aware, but we actually did a watch along. So we we put that up on the page. Yeah, so we got two bonus episodes on the Patreon this week. Don't forget, what folks, did you and the kid watch? We watched John Cena against Kevin Owens 
and Kevin Owens' debut on the main roster. Oh, well, he's still NXT, NXT champion. champion. Yes, this yeah, was Elimination Chamber 2016? No, it was a Raw. No, no, it was Elimination Chamber. Oh, his match debut, not the, not when he yeah. shows up. And no, not when he shows up and, and stomps on the belt and all that shit. Yeah, that was before that. Yeah, and the only reason we watched it is because my kid was laughing his ass off. He's like, do you remember when John Cena used to do the butt drop off the ropes? I go, oh, you mean the springboard stunner? He goes, yeah. I said, all right, you want to watch a match with me? He goes, sure. So you're so you you mess you messaged us in uh, at our group text about you wanted to find a match that had John Cena doing the springboard stunner. I'm guessing yep. that 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 mission was successful. Oh, Kev! Not only did we get a springboard stunner, but we got the top rope leg drop too. God, you know you know what he looks like when he does that top top rope leg drop. Like you know when like you have like a Lego man and you fold him. Yep. <laughs> And like the legs are like perpendicular. To, there's like no like there's no like like bend in the knee. It's literally just like he's a Lego guy, just full like on Kevin Owens or whoever. Dude, it was. he's so he's so stiff, and and he he knew he was gonna land on Kevin's head, so he kind of like twisted himself a little bit so he wouldn't. Dude, it was fucking hilarious, hilarious. I forgot, I forgot what an innovator John Cena was. To be honest with you, now was that one of <laughs> was that one of his acclaimed five moves of doom? No, dude, this is, see, that's the weird thing. Like, this was like the mid 20 teens where he was like adding all sorts of shit to his, to his arsenal. It was like shit that he'd never whipped out, like during Ruthless Aggression or anything like that. It was like, it was John Cena on a completely different level. The springboard stunner is a sight to behold. As a matter of fact, Matthew from Botchamania has got an entire collection of the springboard stunner and just how fucking awful it is. Oh, so you were in heaven. You probably binge watched the heck out of that. Oh, dude, you know what? I get look, I give John Cena all the credit in the world for continuing to evolve, but geez, some of that shit should have been left on the cutting room floor. You know what I mean? I feel like he tried it too late. Like if he tried it early, like when he was like still somewhat like not broken and like beat down and old, <laughs> then like if he was like biker short John Cena and was pulling out all these awesome moves, people would have probably taken to him a lot quicker. Until uh, until that vanilla ice gimmick that happened, which was great. <laughs> Fantastic, man! I loved I loved uh, Thug Life Cena. That was a great gimmick. It really oh, was. Oh, Jesus. All right. I, I All think right. ahead of its time too. The gyro is uh, the oh, gyro dude, is stink- pre- fucking stinks in here. All right, so you're having a skunk beer to chase down a gyro or a gyro that you ate, Tony. You're and I can't, I, I, Tony. I can't feel sorry for you. Oh, I don't feel sorry for me either. <laughs> like Barney said, "Don't cry for me. I'm already dead." <laughs> wasn't that, wasn't that Argentina that said that? Argentina or Madonna? Don't cry for me, Argentina. <laughs> the truth is, I never euro. <laughs> I don't. Know, I just remember from The Simpsons. <laughs> Barney. Oh, Barney the the drunk. Yeah. Barney, yeah. what was his name? Barney Grumble? What the hell's his name? I don't remember Gumble. his fucking name. Gumble. Grumble. Gumble? Gumble? Barney... Brian Gumble? Oh Christ! Not Barney. Ru- not Barney Rubble. No. <laughs> what is it? Oh, Barney. God. I think it is Grumble. I think it is too. Yeah, Barney. Barney Gumble. It was Gumble. It was Gumble. Kev, they should have a, 
According to Simpsons Wiki, his full name is Bernard Arnold Barney Gumble Sr. Does he have a kid? Does Barney have a kid that we don't know about? Who is the the kid? Whose son was the kid that um I choo choo choose you? Oh, that's uh Ralph Wiggum's uh that's uh Chief Wiggum's kid. Oh, uh, that the cops kid. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I don't know. Maybe there's some maybe th- maybe they should run that DNA again. <laughs> you think it's his I could see I could see kid? I could see that little kid being uh Barney Grumble's kid. <laughs> Hey, speaking of things we did this week, didn't you do some wrestling watching? Oh, wait, like actual wrestling watching? Yeah. No. Wasn't there, was there a show this weekend? Oh, I did WrestlePro. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get to. I didn't want to put the cart before the horse. I wanted you to make. Yeah, but video. I was doing something different for them. I was doing. Uh, I didn't see one match. Ooh, what were you doing? Uh, kind of like hanging out. Uh, backstage and gorilla kind of doing like the the projector gimmick which was very far away from the music so i couldn't i could I, like the projector their 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 screen is so super fucking high it's like on top of the stage it's real so mm-hmm. like i was on one of those like you ever seen like the airports where those guys are on those like ladders that have wheels and like try to like at the tarmac like they're trying to like either wash it how they wash airplanes yeah 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 so like I was on one of those all night and just making sure that the projector didn't blow up. That's hilarious. And yeah, you didn't so get didn't to see, see anything? Nothing. Wow. Not a damn thing. So I'm gonna hopefully uh I'm gonna I might order it on on fight. Uh because it's it might still be on fight TV. So. so you had a good time anyway, or you didn't really enjoy Oh, we had a yourself? great time. Afterwards it was fantastic. The after party was incredible. After party's oh. always incredible. Where was where was the show? Was it Rawway? Yeah, Rawway. Big crowd, awesome crowd, nice crowd. Uh, lots of AEW names. Uh, Janella, Sonny. Sonny's always the best. Joey's awesome. Uh, Bear Country, the acclaimed. Dante Martin, who I heard was awesome. He had a match, a triple threat match with Aaron Rourke and uh, Matt McIntosh. And I, that's what I've heard is, I mean, I've heard everything is what you got to see. There was a big gauntlet match, uh, which closed the show uh, for the tag titles, uh, which uh, Bear Country won. So Bear Country are your new Russell Pro Tag Team Champions. And yeah, I mean, from what I heard from the crowd, from the crowd noise, it sounded spectacular. But, nice. Good. Yeah, so good times. Other than that, Tony, with the holidays and everything, not a whole lot of wrestling watching this week. A little bit. Maybe some AEW. Uh, didn't watch NXT. Impact just was like a filler Russell House show. So I uh, didn't really watch that. But uh, yeah, but I mean. It's uh it is what it is. Sometimes you hit, sometimes sometimes you miss. So No, I hear you, bro. I hear you. I did watch a little wrestling this week. I'm sure you did. I can tell you this much. We've got our final set, even though I know who the fucking winner is, thanks to my curiosity about the Opera Cup. Kev, we had our semifinal match on that this week's MLW Alpha Fusion. Alpha Fusion? Yes, Fusion Alpha. Something like that. Strike that, reverse it. Anyway, so TJP took on Calvin Tankman in the other semifinal match, the winner to go on to face Davey Richards for the Opera Cup. Mm. Kev, can I tell you how much I love Calvin Tankman? I'm a big fan of the Tankman as well. Tankman's awesome. Tankman was selling injuries because he got attacked by Matt's favorite wrestler, King Mo, and somebody who's going to be in our main event tonight, Mr. Alex Kane, the suplex assassin. 
Yeah. And their thinking was because Alex Kane was an alternate for this for the Opera Cup, if he were to take out Calvin Tankman, he could just waltz into the finals. But even though he's banged up, battered, and bruised, Calvin Tankman shows up for this match with TJP. And Kev, they had a good match, except for the fact that Alex Kane and some big dude that was with him just kept interfering in the match, messing with him, you know, fucking him up while the referee wasn't looking. And Kev, unfortunately, Calvin Tankman exits the tournament. TJP moves on to the finals. Kind of, um, kind of whatchamacallit. It was good. Who was this big? Who was this big guy? They didn't. They didn't reveal who it was. That was the problem. They didn't. They didn't really say who he was. They were just like, "Who's this big man with Alex Kane?" And he, he makes his presence felt later on in the show as well. Mask but, or no uh, mask? No mask. Just a just a big dude. Just some big dude that was with Alex Kane. So they. I like, they Alex, I like Alex Kane too. From what little I've seen of him, I don't know him he, either. He he's he's really good. He's good. The best part of this though was uh alicia toot toot she tries to uh interview tjp after the match and she's like you should be ashamed of yourself you know like all this and that this this was terrible and tjp goes you know it is terrible i come out here and i wrestle my heart out and these philadelphia fans don't even care about me oh it was fucking great oh it was great completely turned everything against them saying he worked hard to do it all by himself yeah that's a good it's a good promo Fantastic heel interview. Kev, we mentioned a couple weeks ago that the War Horse is now in MLW. And it looks like the first guy he's not getting along with, even though he came out and said he respects him, which is weird. Uh, Casey Navarro. So Casey really? Navarro, yeah, so he comes out and he's like, he's like, I want to know who War Horse is. And War Horse is like, you know, who's this guy? And they start headbutting each other. It was like fucking really weird. But I, I don't know if they're going to fight each other or if this is more like a, a kind of respect thing. So, it, I so don't know. It, is Casey Navarro because he's like truly blessed. So is he like is he a, is he a bad guy or a good guy? We don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. Well, what is Warhorse? Well, Warhorse was on Richard Holiday's team in the on the six on six last week or two weeks ago, but. Even Hammerstone turned to Holiday and said, dude, you're not a good guy. You're a tweener at best, which I thought was fucking hilarious. But uh, so Warhorse was on Holiday's team and Casey Navarro was on the heel team. But I don't know, dude, like it was weird. It was almost like maybe they're going to fight each other for respect and then be a team. Like, I don't know. Let me ask you this now. Does that is Richard Holiday a baby face now? Um, We don't know. Because they had an interview a couple weeks ago where Holiday was talking about Holiday is going to wrestle Hammerstone for the championship. He's the first. He's the first victim for Hammerstone with the uh, MLW championship. Now they're talking well, about it like it's res- well. The whole thing is like you know it's respect and Hammerstone's like I want to wrestle Holiday. I want to wrestle Induka. I want to wrestle the best. He's like so bring it on. So he was all about it, you know. And Holiday's about it too, man. It's an opportunity for the world title, you know. How, how could you say no to that? Does but it's weird. Does, like Ho- Holiday's on that cusp of, be, of becoming like a full face, though. I think. Does Holiday I still think. have that uh, Caribbean Championship, whatever it was called? So here's the story: Holiday oh lost the Caribbean Championship to King Muertes a few weeks ago. But what they haven't announced yet is that he won the IWA Championship, which is the same, you know, promotion that had the Caribbean championship. So he won their world title. So he's like yeah. the IWA world champion at this point. 
but they haven't so announced have, that or said anything about it yet on TV. So I so he beat did he beat Quang for that? No, who? Oh God, who did he wrestle? Oh I should know this. It's on the top of my head. Tell me you just didn't get that reference. No, I got the reference. Okay, but don't forget he beat Quang for the first for the uh, Caribbean Championship. So, uh, listen, Quang Quang rules all. Quang is the king. King Quang. Quang, King Quang. What a what a Bing Bang. Fuck King Mo. Yes, fuck King Mo indeed. <laughs> Kev, we got big beef. Norris Gavin makes his debut against Bud Heavy. We've seen Bud Heavy before, but we didn't see maybe, too much of him maybe, this week maybe, because maybe you have. <laughs> uh, Gavin wins with the backdrop driver, which was fucking awesome, dude. He fucking dropped him on his head. It was great. So. This was a squash. Nulls Ga- Garvin, sorry. Yeah, it's like Jimmy Garvin's little brother, I guess. He um mm-hmm. he makes an impressive debut. And uh, you know, he's he's cutting the interview and he's like, uh, oh God, he had a great line. And I of course I don't remember what it was. But anyway, oh yeah, he's here to chew him up and spit him out. That's what he said. And he's like talking to the it was fucking it was good. You wait, gotta wait, see wait, wait, it. It's wait. fucking great. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Great line. Chew him up and spit him out. That's that's yeah. your definition of a great line. Well, the way he delivers it, it's a lot better than the way I delivered it. Because <laughs> that's like, that's like a line from like the '30s that you say at like a like a speakeasy. I'm gonna chew him up and spit him out. You see? Yeah. Give me a sarsaparilla here. You see? You know, <laughs> if you don't, I'm gonna chew you up and spit you out. See, Bugsy. <laughs> it's like, that's like, I, I mean, I'll take your word yeah. for it. Caesar Duran's hooligans tried to bribe Hammerstone and Holiday with some fresh Rolex watches, and Holiday's all about it. But Hammer's like, "No, dude, we're not taking these," and he gives them back to the to the thug. And he's like, "Nope, we're not doing this. We're not doing this." So I don't know, man. Kev, what I do know is the Von Erichs are demanding a tag title shot when MLW returns to Dallas in January. And fucking if God, God, I'm not kidding. Marshall Von Erich was fired up for this interview. This was great. I can't wait for the Von Erichs to get back. You know what? You would think with the Great Island of Kauai in the backdrop that these guys couldn't be mad at anything, but boy, were they angry and they were coming with a purpose. And they want those tag belts back, boy. I'm not kidding you. Well, that's what wrestling should be. Kev, our main event for the night. We got our ladder match for the vacant National Openweight Championship. How's this for a lineup? Zenshi. All right. Myron Reed, the young goat, Alex Shelley, Alex Kane. Sorry, he is named here in, in my notes. I guess they finally gave him a name. I didn't catch it. Mr. Thomas. I don't know who that is. And Kevin, the surprise number six participant, A-C-H. Ah, he's back how huh? is for this the for 18th a, time. How is this for a lineup, though, for a ladder match? That's that's some That's some big horses in there, dude. All right, run that run that lineup by me again. All right, maybe horses was the wrong word. Zenshi, right. Myron Reed, all right, Alex Shelley, okay, Alex Kane, all righty, ACH, sure, not feeling it. Oh, that was it. <laughs> How many? No, 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 it's good. Yeah, no, but the way you said the last one it was like you were gonna keep going. So no, it was no, ACH. that's awesome. That should be like a. That's like an X division dream match right there, kind of. If to, yeah. to put it into TNA terms, this match was really good. There was a lot back and forth, a lot of high flying stuff as you accept, expect, 
And, uh, you know, Alex Kane is like, like the big guy, but everybody's trying to take him down and whatnot. A whole bunch of other stuff going on. So Alex Shelley's trying to climb up to end the match. Kane cuts him off. He puts him in the Kata Hajime, knocks Kelly off, uh, Shelley off the, off the ladders, climbs up, gets the belt. Alex Kane is your brand new and only second MLW uh, national openweight champion. I think it, I think it's I think it's the right call. Uh, after the match, Calvin Tankman's like trying to get out there. He's starting shit. So it looks like we got our brand new feud for the national openweight title. Looks like we're gonna have some Alex Kane, Calvin Tankman action. Hey man, cool. I'm down, bro. I'm down. Tony, look, Emma, it, what, what, was, there, was there? Um, I think we need to get to more important uh, matters about MLW. Was there? Um, was there an MLW top ten? There was, and it scrolled on the bottom of the screen, and I was like, the action is too good. I am not writing this shit down. All right, so I'm going to need you to find that for me while I filibuster so we can uh, so we can play our favorite game. Kevin, oh. guesses, Kevin guesses MLW Top 10 when he has no idea about anything about the product. Oh, God, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, but I'll try my best. Go ahead. Nah, you, you should be able to find it. All right, so that's probably like a uh, an X Division type. All right, so how, big, how much bigger is Alex Kane than all those other guys? Probably pretty he's big, a pretty, right? Yeah, he's a pretty big dude. Yeah, he's a pretty big dude. Um, but Tony loves his MLW. Tony, you don't have to. You don't have to do that. We can just come back and talk because I don't have anything to filibuster about. So no, no, it's all right. Go ahead, keep going. I literally just said I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> so. Okay, so here you go. Here's some news and notes. Enzo will be debuting, so all he's right. coming in. Um, Alex Kane is departing from American top team. So I don't think he's going to be with King Mo anymore. Yay. So Matt will be happy over that. Wait, and, Matt uh, loves King Mo. I thought, well, I think he wants King Mo to be a man on his own. You know, that's what I would think. You know, King Mo mm. is so good. King Mo could stand, you know, on his own two feet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, that's, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it, it, the logic is there. It's flawless even. I try my best. I try to keep everything in perspective. You're yeah, you know what? Time. I'm not seeing this top 10. The top 10 was such an afterthought that nobody covered it, and that's kind of why I'm not covering ha, it either. Has that fallen off that as a as a thing? Wasn't that like a big like segment? Wasn't that a whole segment on their show? Yeah, it used to be. It used to be. I guess I guess with the um with the whole Lucha Underground, Lucha, sorry, Lucha Azteca stuff going on, there's uh there's a lot more in terms of like storylines and, and things happening that maybe they just don't have time for it anymore. Cause we haven't had a, we haven't had a proper top 10 in a while. Like I said, they had to scroll on the bottom, but you I'd know, lucky if I can even name other than the names that you just mentioned, if I can name 10 people in MLW still. All right, let's do it. Well, I mean, obviously we just ran through the entire card. So, all right. So, so all right. You... So, do they count the champions as in the top 10? No. Um, well, that's not true. Uh, yeah, they'll usually throw in the cruiserweight champion. Oh, sorry, the middleweight champion. And um, typically, the national openweight champion is the number one contender. That's that's the way they've been doing it. All right, so Alex Kane's got to be number one then, right? Probably. He'd have to be. in Hammer. Well, he wasn't number one for this list because he hadn't been... You know, he hadn't won the title yet. But now, at this point, he would be number one. But it is Find what us. it is. Find us right now. Now we're looking it up. So I guess we'll do that. Anyway, Kev, 
We got a pay-per-view to pick this weekend. You have two. Oh my god, that's right. We do. We've got a yeah. we've we've got uh we got NWA hard times too, Daddy. And yeah, before baby. we get to the before we get to the card, let me tell you a little bit about this week's NWA power. Lay it on me, big daddy. Kev, we had we had some big matches this week. This was pretty much all wrestling this week. The Pope, everyone loves the Pope, was supposed to take on Chris Adonis this week. I believe it was supposed to be a non-title match. But the Pope says of somebody that he doesn't necessarily see eye to eye with called in a favor. And the Pope wasn't about to let this man not get a favor from the Pope. So, mm. Kevin, instead of Chris Adonis against the Pope, we get Chris Adonis versus Nick Aldis in our opening match. And, of course, this was a great match. Tom Latimer comes out to ringside. He starts talking shit. Kevin, gracing us with his presence on commentary, my good friend, Billy, a.k.a. WPC, was out there for the entire show. And he's only slightly better than Velvet Sky. I'll just put that out there. However, he was annoyed that Tom Latimer was out there, and he was yelling. They were talking shit to each other. But no worries, because Nick Aldis gets the cloverleaf on, the King's Court, whatever the fuck he calls it. That's it. The Kingsland Cloverleaf. That's it. Ah. And and he beats your your um oh my god, your national champion. Now I got national open weight on the title. It was a non-title match though. So you Nick Aldis is not a new champion, so don't worry about that. So Willie, my friend WPC, is talking shit to Tom Latimer. He's like, You want to be involved out here? You got to get in the ring. You got to match. Otherwise, I'm firing your ass. I was like, whoa, take it easy. Take it easy. Seems a little so harsh. Tom Latimer gets in the ring, and uh, Jaden Roller comes out. And Jaden Roller gets in a little bit of offense. But, dude, th- this was all Tom Latimer. All Tom Latimer. Tom Latimer, by the way, he's probably got the greatest pile driver since Paul Orndorff. I'm going on record. Well, all right, what about Jerry Lawler? Ah, Jerry Lawler's banned from using the pile driver. He's a cheating piece of shit. That's what I say. All right, so you're saying Paul Orndorff had a better pile driver than Jerry Lawler? I love Paul Orndorff's pile driver, dude. He used to leap with that shit. It was fantastic. All right, that's pretty good. You're actually right about that. Come on, what bro. About, he, used um... to, he used to leap. He would jump. He'd try to make you part of the canvas. Who else Who else used the pile driver as a finish? Tommy Don Dreamer? Morocco. Don no, Morocco? Tommy Dreamer. Tom, well, Tommy Dreamer used the pile driver, but Tommy Dreamer was always the um, the Death Valley driver. Well, yeah, when they named it the Spicoli driver. Oh, what about what about Mick? It wasn't his finish, but what about Cactus Jack's pile driver? The stump, the stump puller. That I mean, that was Terry. Funk yeah, like where he just way. literally just pulls you up by like your waistband and just like. That was a Terry Funk you. special too. Yeah, that no, that's a good pile driver. You know Terry why, Funk dude? Had a good pile driver too. Because by the time he pulls you up, he doesn't sit there and make you think about it. Like, he just yanks you up, and it looks like one fluid motion where he sort of just pulls you into dropping you on your head. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who else used? I mean, I'm not talking I'm not talking tombstones here. I'm talking, like, straight up, like, pile drivers. Don Morocco had a great pile driver. I don't remember him using a pile driver. Oh, yeah, dude. Don Morocco's whole gimmick was he would point to Jesse Ventura and dedicate it to him after every match. Or during Ventura? Yeah, dude. Watch watch some of the old Saturday cartoons before. Yeah, it was it was superstars with uh wait, with wait, Vince. hold on, wait. I, I just want to make sure we're not because I'm I'm confused. He okay. would 
point at Jesse Ventura, not superstar Billy Graham? No, no, no. He would no. Th- this was not the Rock Don Morocco. This was the magnificent Morocco. This was back. This was back in the uh, Mr. Fuji days of Don Morocco, where he. So like he'd wrestle on superstars and you know, like it was a three man booth. It was Vince, Jesse and Bruno. So whenever he was in the ring, he'd point to the booth and say, this one's for you, Jesse. And Jesse would always be on commentary. That's my man, Don Morocco, dedicating that move to me. And he always dedicated it to to, uh, Jesse Ventura. That's such a weird thing to do do as, as bad guys. What? Like dedicate one move to the other guy? Like dedicate a move to another bad guy. And like, like I, well, love, like, I love you, bro. I love you, bro. I love you, bro. Well, come on, man. D- listen, and, and on top of that, it's Jesse Ventura. So all the smart heels knew that if you kiss Jesse's ass, he's going to, you know, cheer for you extra hard. So I get it. But, dude, he was he was good friends with Jesse. Jesse was Hollywood. How could you not show the man some love? Come on. No, I mean, if you want to get your name out there, that's a guy That's a guy to rub shoulders with. Hell, yeah. No matter what, time. Theory, no matter what conspiracy theories he's got in his head. Jesse, the body of Ventura. Man. I, I don't like. I don't remember why. Like, I I probably can't tell you how many like one on one singles matches I've ever watched of Don Morocco. Really? You like, never I think seen maybe a... like Russell. I think like WrestleMania four might be like my peak. He he was he wrestled the famous match against Hogan when Bundy attacked him from behind setting up wrestlemania 2 that was hogan was, morocco on saturday night's main event was this a bearded morocco no 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 this was this was on the way to being really jacked morocco though like he was starting to get in shape uh the infamous meatball hero match where he stopped and he took a bite of a meatball sub while he was wrestling some jobber when captain Wait, lou was his manager no, no no captain lou had a meatball hero at ringside and just before he finished his opponent, he goes over to Captain in the corner, takes the sub, and takes a big bite out of it, uh, and he starts just, eating just, it while he's just to just to clarify, a hero or a euro? No, this is a hero, bro. This this ain't no fucking uh, this ain't no um, pita. This this was on a sub. A yeah, grinder, say, why do you call why do you call it a hero anyway? Where who, where are you from? Who me? Yeah, why do you call it a hero? Oh, it's a sub. It's a hero. It's a it's a, a sandwich. Yeah, it's a, a grinder. Sub. It's not a hero. Whatever. Long, people tell us, from Long Island call them heroes. Tell, tell us what you call them in the chat. Do you call them heroes? Do you call them grinders? Do you call them subs? Do you call them something else? Who, Do you call them Sammies? I, I, I want to know Sammies, who in the right mind calls it a grinder. Oh, no. I think that's a big thing in Philadelphia, isn't it? Don't they call them grinders in Philly? Well, I know like the lunch lady land. Hoagies and grinders. Hoagies and grinders. What is that from? Hoagies. Adam Sandler, lunch lady Lunch, lunch lady land the adam sandler chris farley vehicle oh yeah i forgot about that you're right all right so i'll give you hoagie if you want to say hoagie i'm not gonna i'm not gonna run you out of town for hoagie run but me out hero, of town ho, hero grinder get out of here i don't know man this is there's a place right down the road for me called the american hero and if i can make a fine sandwich i i don't know i guess i just grew up on uh on uh like I guess, it, like before, like Subway, we had like Blimpies, so they were like Blimpies. Oh, Blimpies. Yeah, Blimpies used to be awesome. Yeah, but they they, were, they was called Blimpy Subs, not yeah. Blimpy Grinders. No, well, I didn't call them Grinders. I mean, you could call them Heroes. I don't get the Grinder thing. Like, I don't understand where that came from. 
Yeah, neither do I. But it's we weird. Su- some submarine sandwiches. Subs. Give me a sub. Yeah. That's it. Nothing else is acceptable here in North Jersey. Nothing. Give me a tuna sub. Give me a ham salami and cheese sub. You know. Yeah, sometimes I'll say, uh, can I have a... Because it's weird now. Because if you go to like a, like a deli, they have all different kinds of rolls. So you got to sometimes you have to say, you know, can I have a, you know, an Italian BMT on a on a long roll, or can I have a, you know, a super sub on a long roll as opposed to, you know, the other stuff. Sometimes you just find yourself saying that. Why would you get a sub on anything but a long roll? Like that no, you know what? It's just, it's just I, I, that might not be a real thing. But I've heard I, I've heard people say it, like say like people who get like the, uh, the like the eggplant you know like the eggplant uh, peppers fresh moots, like those sandwiches. Uh, whenever I hear someone order it, they always specify long roll or a sub that's roll. So that's so weird. They could just be batshit like, crazy. Yeah, but like, why would you get a sub like on a round roll? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make I, sense. I do like a good uh I do like a good Kaiser. Yeah, but not for a sub. Like a Kaiser, a Kaiser I would throw on a Taylor ham egg and cheese. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's a sub, man, it's got to be on a long fucking roll. You got to be like fucking grabbing that shit two hands. Yeah. All right, so are you um are you uh all right, so what do you put like what what do you put on your subs other than the meat and whatever you get and then the cheese? Lettuce and tomato, extra oil, extra vinegar. I like my bread fucking soppy. Oh, I'll God. throw some, like if they got oregano and salt and pepper, I'll throw that on there too. I will never, ever, 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 ever put mayonnaise on a sub. Fuck that. I don't understand where that came from. I don't know why it's a thing. I think you should be castrated if you put that shit on your grinder, hero, sub, well, whatever. Well, next time no, we're in the video, well. Next time no. we're in studio, I'll let you. I'll let you cut my balls off yourself. Come on, really? Mayo, oh, yeah. mayo, yeah. along oh, with yeah. oil and vinegar. I, all right, so I was never a big oil and vinegar guy until recently, because oh, I didn't like the soppiness. I put oh, mayo and spicy it. mustard. All right, as lo- all right. You know what? If you're not doing the oil and vinegar, fine. Oh no! But here's the thing: I'm doing I'm doing the oil and vinegar now too. Oh uh, yeah, but with I'm the mayo all, and the baby. mustard. Oh, mayo, mustard, fucking... oil and vinegar. No tomatoes. Dude, you are so gross. Lettuce, onion. Oh. Uh. All right, so here's why. I'll tell you why. Oh, this no, is actually Matt might actually be proud of me for this. Nope, because you know, because you know how he does his grilled cheese basted in mayonnaise. Which is not I a find... bad thing. No, it's not. And I've come around on that. Basted so, in mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I find I find that mayonnaise sometimes pairs better with ham sometimes than uh, and, and the American cheese or the provolone, whichever one I get, than mustard. So like if I'm if I'm making this, if I'm constructing my own sandwich, I'll go ham, I'll put mayo on one side of the bread, mustard on the other side of the bread. Ham goes on the mayo, like the pepperoni and the salami goes on the mustard side, and then the cheese is in the middle, and boom, fold that bad boy right over, and you got yourself a snack. Oh, God, you got like a war going on in your mouth. It's incredible. The contrast, a... man. Flavors, flavors all about contrast. I don't know about that, man. I, I prefer my flavors to work together. Oof. Hey, it's like a great wrestling match, man. Sometimes a contrast in style and, I, and ideology 
Makes it makes a match a banger. Five star Meltzer style. I don't know about that, man. Look, you, you do you, but I, I will do know. me. I don't need your approval. I'm a lettuce, tomato, oil, and vinegar guy, and a little re- oregano myself. All right, nice I never fucking... got the oregano thing. When did oregano become a sandwich condiment? Well, typically, when I, I'll get an Italian sub, so I want yeah, a little oregano on there, you know. So there you All go. right, so if I'm getting an Italian, I usually don't put mayonnaise on it. You shouldn't. All right, yeah. I got a little more respect for you after that one. That yeah, at least you made a good call there. Yeah, no. I'm just saying. No, it's usually just usually just the old uh, the mustard. It's... Kev, can I tell you? Can I tell you about this dog shit match that I saw on NWA Power this week? Oh boy, we're getting we're getting diving deep into the wrestling. So Kenzie Page is Kenzie Page is growing on me. She's actually been wrestling a lot for NWA. She's getting a lot of a lot of screen time, which is awesome. Taryn Terrell, she's okay to look at. She's like annoying, but she should be in a managerial role. She shouldn't be wrestling, and this is why. They had a COVID-19 uh, social distance match. So they had to put... What? What? Dude, what? it's worse It's what? worse than it sounds. It's worse than it sounds. Please tell me you're kidding. Kevin, I wish I were. I they really had... wish I were kidding. They had a... So... All right, so... All right, so Tony, I'm not going to cut you off, but just to lend a little something. I've seen like the goofy matches where like no one actually touches each other and they still act out the moves or like we've seen like Damien Sandow as the stunt double. We've seen heck even the old traditional blindfold matches or the precursor to something like this. But tell me, Tony, what is a social distancing match? Well, it's pretty much one of these no contact matches, except Taryn Terrell insisted that they wear face protection so they had to wear covid masks of course terrence is all like nice and glittery and she just tosses kenzie page one of those like run-of-the-mill 10 cent you know surgical mask things that everybody wears and uh they proceeded to pretend to hit each other from six feet away and have a lock up from six feet away and all this other nonsense for six feet away and they were pretending to to chop each other even though they were nowhere near each other so were they were they selling? Well, of course. So Taryn Terrell throws hand sanitizer in Kenzie's face. So oh, she's had enough. She starts chasing after Taryn. Taryn runs over by Kyle Davis, and she gets counted out. And there's your fucking I hope we never see again social distance match. It was bad. What wasn't bad, JTG and Colby Carino are a team that they don't really get along with each other, which is fucking great because they can both go. I'm telling you, Colby Carino is going to be something, man. He's he's got something to him. He's he looks fucking filthy. He's got like an attitude about him. He can play yeah. chicken shit, but then he also jumps in to take over stuff. And him and JTG for some reason it fucking works, and they beat the rude dudes. I want to. I don't even need to go into the match. All right, I'm not, yeah, to, good. Tony. I I'm fast. I'm still fascinated by, and I'll, I'll get right back to this. All I'm right, super, go ahead. I'm super fascinated with the social distancing match. There's nothing to be fascinated about. There's like, that's all there is to it. No, no, because I'm wondering if someone wanted to be super goofy and super creative, not really creative, but goofy and really play in the now, would you ever consider if you were, you know, Billy Corgan or if you were a court Bauer or if you were, you know, Tony Khan, would you start a division 
or a championship. The social distancing wrestling championship where every match is like that for that belt. No, you know why, man? Even if it's only for like, I mean, listen, it's not any worse than the 24-7 championship. Oh, no, but at least you're making contact in the 24-7 championship, Kev. Like, but if that's it... the whole, if you're going to have one match, what's to stop you from having more? The thing that kills me is this is the NWA. This isn't This isn't some indie promotion where okay. they're working to a hot crowd. Like these... This is a this is a promotion where they're talking about tradition, like and and silliness is only going to get you so far. But this was just not even good. This was just fucking terrible. It really was bad. No, no, and I I agree with that. But if you like, all right. So I feel like what my suggestion is would be something that WWE would definitely do. Well, Kate's chiming in. She's telling all right. So that's the one she commented nineteen thousand times, and that's the one you choose to put up. Yes, Kevin, stop. Because your fucking idea is ridiculous, dude. It is ridiculous, but is it not something that someone would do? Apparently, it's been done before. But right. to make a that, that's the match that I was it? referring to. Hold on, hold on. This is the one that I was referring to by by Kate, Janella, and Jimmy Lloyd. Did it when it was barely uh, legal to hold shows in the pandemic. So eh. that's the one. That's the match I was referring to when I said that I've seen matches where no one touches each other. But so, in in fairness, that was probably worked in front of a crowd that was there to be entertained by that sort of thing. Exactly. I'm not saying this is NWA the NWA, pers- dude. I'm not saying NWA has to be the one to do it. That's why I mentioned Court Bauer, uh, Tony Khan, and everybody else. Wouldn't you? Would you ever? Would there ever be a day? Would it be out of the realm of possibility for a Vince McMahon to come out and say, "You know what we're gonna need." We're going to have a social distancing championship and we're going to have all matches where no one touches each other. And I don't it's just like, any, oh. I don't think any one of those promoters does that. I think that, I think that, that, that shit's your company. Honestly. More, and like more I said, than the 20, more than the 24. Yes. How are you? But I mean, that's a real thing. Like, look, that's goofy, but at least you can say like, they're actually like trying to win something. This is just people like pantomiming. Like, I don't know. It's, but you're still trying to win it. I'm, like I'm, fucking... I'm telling you, I'm pitching that to somebody. Someone's going to use it if they already, Dude, if they haven't already. It's worse than LARPing. At least with LARPing, like you're pretending, but you're still like hitting each other. This is like pretending and not even making contact. That's a gimmick. Oh, it's terrible. All right. All right, let's let's run let's run through Kev, this of terrible Kev, terrible wrestling ideas. I'm not saying listen, I'm not saying it's a good idea, but I'm saying is it not feasible in this day and age that someone wouldn't consider it? Let me ask you this. All right. You think WrestlePro would ever do this? There's your answer. No. There's your answer. No, no. I'm thinking cuz I think in a world, I think there is a world where they would cuz they've done I mean I'm trying to think of all the goofy shit that they've done in the past. Like yeah. I mean, goofy shit that actually involved wrestling. Not 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 wrestling. Not not wrestling. Yes. Not double negative issue there? Yeah, sort of. Kinda. I'm telling you. Just trying. I'm telling you right now. Holy shit. There's... Snowy White with the shoot name Quentin. I'm at work just saying, hey fuckers, what's up, Snowy? Don't forget. What up? Snowy Snowy's got two shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Radioactive Metal and Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Oh, look at that. There look you that. go. Snowy. Shout out to Snowy. I'm telling you, man. There's got I, I you know what? I'll go I'll go a step further and say I bet it oh, already exists. God. 
Yeah, I bet sure it already it exists somewhere. Well, we, talk, well, we talked to Miko Maestro in a few weeks. We could ask him about it. Maybe he does that in Finland. Wait, doesn't he live in like Seattle? Yeah, but he 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 goes back to Finland. He was wrestling in Finland recently, I think. Hmm. Anyway, we'll find out. We'll talk to him about it. Kev, it's, that's a big no though for your idea. Sorry, buddy. No, I man, love you, not... but this one's this is the fucking. I'm telling you through. again. It's not a great. It's not a good. It's not even a good idea. It's not even a passable idea for anyone who loves wrestling. But it's something that someone somewhere is either doing, has done, or will do. Well, it has been done. It was done. Will they do it again? Some asshole probably will for sure. No, I'm saying so, like as a as a as a belt, like as a, as uh, the social no, the social no, distancing no, champion. Nope. God. Oof. And he, he walk he walks to the ring with the belt. Can't shake hands with anybody. Ugh, that make me heave more than drinking this skunky beer. Put hand sanitizer on the after the ropes. After well, Kev Jack Stane is coming after uh, coming after the booger eater. But he's even he's saying that Billy Corgan's against him. I'm starting to get a theme here. I think they're really trying to push like that, that all right. they're all against Billy Corgan. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like the promoters getting involved. I don't know where it's going, though, so I'm going to hold judgment. But with him being on commentary and him wanting to be involved, not only with Latimer, but Jack Stane mentioned him. Eh. I don't right. know what's happening there. I really don't know what's right, happening. So Tony, there. you're gonna have to ex- you're gonna have to explain this to me like I was five. What's that? Um, what is Billy Corgan's an on-screen character now all the time? Well, no, not all the time. Like he'll come out and he'll do interviews where he talks about the history of the company, the product. Like when they got a hold of Mildred Burke's championship, like he came out to present it and things like that. So he gets involved, but he's not. He hasn't been part of stories until now. So, like, uh, everybody acknowledges, like, he's the guy in charge. He's the owner. He brought the NWA back, yada, yada, yada. But it's also, like, now he's, like, actively, like, Tom, I'm going to fire you if you don't get in the ring and wrestle. Or, like, you know, like, now Jack Stane is, like, you know, Corgan's he's holds all the cards. He's holding us back. He's holding me back. He, you know, when am I getting my championship shot? Like, all this other stuff. But how could, if he owns the company, how could he possibly, he's the boss. It's not. Like, yeah, but he hasn't been involved in active. He hasn't been involved in active storylines until now. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that either, Tony. It's weird. It's weird. Wait, wait. So wait, why is Jack's? I thought Mike Knox was challenging. He is. We'll get to that. So our final match of the evening was Trevor Murdoch teaming up with Crimson to take on Jack Stain and Jeremiah Plunkett. Guess who's eating the pin in this one, Kevin? Well, first you're gonna have to tell me who Jeremiah Plunkett is. Bingo! (laughs) Jeremiah Plunkett's been around for a while. He's actually very talented. Think of like a fatter Arn Anderson wearing a singlet, like a one-shoulder singlet, like an Andre the Giant style. He's actually really good. He's playing a heel here because he's with Jack Stane. Um, He pretty much just takes a beating, like Crimson beats him down, Trevor Murdoch beats him down. Uh, Jack Stane winds up walking out on him like later in the match, so... He fucking eats the big elbow from from Trevor Murdoch and all this and that, and he winds up. Okay, I know, I know who this guy is. Flying bulldog, actually. After he drops the elbow, a lot of guys like dropping the elbow in the NWA, which is fucking great. But it's it's just weird that a lot of them use it like for a setup move. But it is what it is. I guess I guess yeah. it's a Harley race thing. I don't know. You said flying elbow. Yeah, like the elbow drop. You know. Yeah, a lot of people actually use that. It's just weird. Seems yeah. I mean, I guess because it's tradition. I don't know. So, Kev, all right, we 
we are going to be picking hard times too this weekend. Oh boy. Uh, it's Saturday, December 4th. It's uh, eight o'clock this time. So it's not earlier in the day. It's going to be on fight. It's uh, out of the Atlanta GA studios, which is awesome. They're back in studio. Kev, we got a hell of a show here, right? Oh, I'll so tell you. Know, I'm sure. So Mike Knox is challenging Trevor Murdoch for the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship. Melina gets her title shot against Camille for the women's world title. No DQ, no time limit. NWA World Television title match. Scion challenges Tyrus. Special guest referee, the Pope. What's going to happen here, Kev? Are you Kev. Legit ask, you legit asking me? No, I don't know. Kev, three sets of tag titles on the line. That's right, I said three. Odinson and Paro, the end, cash in their championship uh, tournament win. They take on La Rebellion, Bestia Seis Seis, and uh-huh. Mecha Wolf. Kev, women's world tag titles in a triple threat. The Hex, challenged by Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn, and Lady Frost and Natalia Markova. Kev, nope. we got mm. Aaron Stevens and Kratos challenging your Ring of Honor world tag team champions. The OGK, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven. Kev, ah. this is insane. It gets better. This is what mm. else we got. We got the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Title Tournament Qualifier. Austin Aries takes on Rhett Titus. We've got a World Junior Heavyweight Title Tournament Gauntlet Qualifier featuring... Oh, sorry. sorry, what was that? It's a ti- It's the Junior Heavyweight Title to- Tournament Gauntlet Qualifier. It's a qualifying gauntlet. Gauntlet, gauntlet. okay, gotcha. Gauntlet, yes. <laughs> Kev, how's this for names? All Kerry right. Morton, guest of the show, friend of the show. C.W. Anderson, Homicide, Davari, Luke and P.J. Hawks, Jeremiah Plunkett, Sauronaro, Darius Lockhart, Jamie Stanley, Victor Benjamin, and Alex Taylor. It's a hell of a lineup. Kev, it doesn't end there. Oh, I mean, how, how many title matches do we have so far here? Just to Kev, we got more. To- we got more title matches, Kev. More, right. more, 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 more. The Kate's Impact right. Knockouts is... champion, Mickey James. Oh yeah, all right. Kate <laughs> says this is like New Japan Pro Wrestling level belt number, which she's right. There's a lot. There's a lot of titles that promote here with a lot less time. And I think this is for the title. Mickey James is defending against Kira Hogan. We got Doug Williams coming in, taking on Colby <laughs> Carino. We got Mick Foley appearing as Santa Claus. We got a tribute to former women's champion Jazz and Kev, Nick Aldis, Tom Latimer. If either man is disqualified, they will be suspended for two months and no one is allowed at ringside. This is a fucking loaded show, dude. It Tony, is loaded. Who is um who's challenging for the social distancing championship? Uh Terry Torelli Relly. Ah, she should she, she win. She's over. Yeah. Yeah, but no, Tony. I mean, I wish I your enthusiasm for the show sp- speaks volumes. So I'll listen. I'll take your word for it. I'm looking forward to doing my research this week and uh, and picking it. And hopefully I stomp you like a moth. Like a southern stomper? Like our, our guest at the uh, later in the show? Correct. Ding. Yeah, they'll right. be uh, joining us in just a little while, actually. So that's NWA in a nutshell, Kev. Tony, listen, you're the you're the NWA expert. So I'm gonna I gotta maybe you know what I gotta start watching it. I really should give it its due here. Cause it's you know uh, what? Social distance match aside, this was a good show. There was a lot of great wrestling on this show. We got an interview with uh Tyrus 
And Sion, who was Jeremiah Plunkett dressed up like Sion, apologizing to Tyrus for taking this match. It like you knew right we should, away. We should have had you Jeremiah knew. Plunkett on the show last week. I would have <laughs> he would have done it. Yeah. You had to see it though. Um, no, it wasn't Jeremiah Plunkett. What the hell is it? It was Jordan Clearwater wearing the mask. Oh, and we should have had him like on the Sion. show last week. That's that's who I meant. I got a little confused, but it was hilarious. Like right away, you knew it wasn't Sion. Like I knew it wasn't Sion, but the way he rolled with it, he's like, I'm sorry, Tyrus, forgive me. I don't want to challenge you. And it was really funny shit. Tony dialed into the NWA. I love the NWA, bro. Look, when it's good, it's good. Like sometimes there's some dog shit, but when it's good, it's fucking good. I Kev, listen, again, I'm with you, baby. Got, I'm with you, big daddy. What else we got? What else we got? We got anything else? Or is this time that is this is this time where we need to refresh beverages and I need to get rid of this? fucking beer once and for all. Yeah, why don't we take a little break, Ski, and uh, we'll come back hot, leading right into uh, either uh, Luke and uh, PJ Hawk, 30, and uh, maybe one, maybe both. Who knows? We don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's both, right? I think it's both. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about both. their time in NWA. We'll talk about uh, Luke's role on uh, on Heels, the show on oh, Stars, we, right? Oh, we, we got so much to talk about, bro. We got so much to talk about with these guys. And... That's not all. The big deal. Craig Steele joins us tonight as well. If you don't if you don't know who that is, shame on you. Yeah, terrible. Uh, shame on you. The he's boom. been around forever. Uh you may if if you're truly, truly old school like the Donk and like Millionaire Matt are, you will remember him as the pub bully from a very long time ago. And he's been the tearing it up in tag team action with Danny Doring at Russell Pro. And he's just an all-around good friend. And I, I I can't wait to talk to him. He's a he's a hell of a dude. So we're gonna do that as well. So uh, I trained with the guy. Former yeah. contemporary of mine. Absolutely. Yeah it, it, and it's good to just have you know people that you love on uh, on the show. So I love the big deal. So I'm excited for that. Well he is a big deal and we love all of our guests. We don't want to make people think you know I know that uh, a lot of people don't like Francis Wright, but I happen to love the guy. So F all y'all. I, wait, what love? You love Francis Wright? Francis Wright rules, dude. And he's got a soft spot for you. So you better watch what you say. No, I don't hate the guy. Him. I don't love him either. Oh, he's the best. They're all the best. Craig I'm gonna start Steele, rapping about him for guests. years. That's a I'm love. Just... That's not someone you could say you love. Craig Steele? Yeah, that's a love. Right, I'm gonna rap about our guest. PJ Hawks, he's the best. Craig Steele, he's the big deal. Mm-hmm. Luke Hawks, he's also mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. But I really like Francis Wright. Miko Maestro, he's the best. Right. He goes to Finland. Yeah, yeah. That's all I got. That was incredible. Yeah, Kev, I'm not you know even what? mad at you. Because you don't know be you mad. tried. You tried. Don't hate. Don't hate. You I always try. I always put my best foot forward. Sometimes right. I trip over it, but I always do my I always try my best. Matt is probably just like screaming to him. Gives a right shit. Now. <laughs> Hope he fucking chokes on the way home from his fucking gig, whatever he's doing. What is he doing anyway? Gives a shit. Probably hopefully choking on a pizza. Or a year. Kev, well, we got guests coming up. We got more wrestling talk to do. But Kev, what do we always say about this time? We always say. We always say back after this. 
We know you love shopping at Amazon, and we also know you love listening to The Shining Wizards. That's why you're hearing this commercial right now. But were you aware that you could combine the two, do all your shopping, and support the show at the same time? Well, of course you can. Instead of going to Amazon.com, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and make your purchases the way you normally would. You're going to get the same great low prices, and a portion of whatever you purchase is going to go to support the Shining Wizards. How great is that? You, by purchasing anything that you normally would anyway, is going to support us. That's a win-win in my book. So from now on, when you shop at Amazon, go to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com or click the banner on our website and do all of your shopping with the Shining Wizards. Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. This station and hundreds of other radio and TV stations throughout this part of the country are pooling their resources through an emergency network hookup to keep you informed of all developments. Horns up, everyone. When on the Shining Wizards Network, be sure every Friday to check out Radioactive Metal. Radioactive Metal is one of the longest-running podcasts on the interweb. And every week, we bring you a fistful of metal, including interviews with all your favorite artists, discuss all the metal news, and feature the best tunes on the air today. So grab a Lemmy, join your cool Uncle Snowy, and co-host Aaron in the pit. Your recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting from the current to the way back. Join the impact player Phil Rea and the Portuguese Man of War Choppy for the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Live every week on RantEMRadio.com. Get all our episodes over at iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Audio Boom, Google Play, ShiningWizardsNetwork.com, and TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network. And join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury.
wrestling fans. You want something awesome? Check out Wrestling Night in Canada here on the Shining Wizards Network. We're three Canadian metalheads uniting for the love of pro wrestling. Every episode, we go over all the latest news and special events with the odd, unique interview as well. So grab a cold one and check out Wrestling Night in Canada, eh? Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah. yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was... We shared the room. Shared a room. We right. shared the room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we so go maybe. way back, mate. Yeah. yeah. We should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do, we do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's the book? The Roadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, no, yeah. Well. What do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW. And if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. K-A-S-T. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the Broadcast Podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. We are spelling it with a K. We are doing it all day, every day. We are the Shining Wizards. We are back from our break. Kev, you know what we always do when we're back from our break? I'll tell you what we do. Mm. We thank those that continue to support us. That's right. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. Join us for as little as $1 a month. Little as $1 a month. Kev, what's a dollar amongst friends? I don't know. Nothing. A dollar's not even a cup of coffee. Like you, no. like, you could probably find a dollar in your couch cushions. You could probably find a dollar under the mats in your car. Find a lot of other stuff there too, probably. Well, I mean, we don't want the other stuff. We just want your dumb no. dollars, dollar bill, money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's money. it. Shout out to for JTG little... for sending that video too last week. Just off the oh, top of my he's head, awesome. everybody I was awesome that. last week. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, we got to we got to talk about how great that show was too at some point. All right, I well, think. let's get to the patrons and then we can talk about how great the the uh, oh geez, yeah, great the tenth anniversary was yeah, with Skunky Beer, baby. Anyway, for as little as $1, if you want to join us on the $3 level, that's going to get you all of your exclusive Patreon episodes like we talked about earlier. The three of us got together. We talked about 2006's Survivor Series. That's what it was. And my son and I actually did a watch-along from Elimination Chamber, John Cena, against Kevin Owens, which was fucking hilarious and hysterical and fun and all at the same time. 
So we got tons of bonus. Kev, we've got over 50 bonus episodes right now in the archive that people can access for only $3 a month. You go five bucks a month, we will plug anything you want us to plug. You go 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month. Then every three months, you get a box of wizardry. Matt combs the world to find all kinds of great stuff to pack into these boxes. Kev, it's insane. If if you don't think Matt was doing his due diligence on all the Black Friday deals that he could muster up just to give the most quantity of product to to all of you out there who who love and support us he listen he doesn't just he doesn't just skimp he gets the goods he gets the good stuff he gets stuff that you probably look at like a dvd that you may not have seen in like 10 years of a pay-per-view that you may not even known existed and you find and you love and it turns you into a fan of said promotion like a ring of honor maybe like an nwa maybe like a xpw Dude, it's so it's so insane. Like, look, Matt's a dick. Like, Matt will come on, he'll fuck with us, even though he's not here because he's a piece of shit. But All right. when it comes to filling those fucking boxes of wizardry, there's no one better. I gotta I give him props. I couldn't. Do I it. mean, I couldn't either. It's insane. Right. I gotta no, give him tons uh... of respect for that. No, I, I can't I, respect I... him for his picks every week, but I can respect him for that. Yeah, he's he stinks. You pu Matt pu. Yeah, but he's uh he's the reason why we're still here. So I give him all the credit in the world for that. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't grease his fucking knob that hard, Kev. But I will grease these well, people's knobs. Consider it greased, because these are our running list of Patreon producers. Of course, we've got the queen of the shining wizards, Miss Kathy Hummer. We got the king of the wizards, Mister Manny Kratzo. He's from Austria, you know. God help sure. him, bro. I hope you're doing all right. I heard it's fucking locked down the shit over there where you're from. Please be Austria? safe. Yeah, I heard Austria is bad, dude. Like they're on lockdown again. Do they got the new Omni Omnicron? Variant? No, that's the guy that challenged Tyrus for the fucking TV title. Anyway, Anthony and Danny Russinello, the AOP of the SWP. Sean Toe, Sean Kaleo, Kate Hensler from On Deck IC. I say it each and every time I do the plugs. You got shit to promote. Kate will promote your shit. And yeah. Kate is everywhere. You can't turn on a fucking wrestling podcast these days and not seeing her yeah. mug, mugging for the camera, telling everybody how super cute they are. Kate's or uh, or on Twitter. You can't go anywhere on Twitter without seeing her tweet something, even though she no sells me. She's a fucking thirst trap, is what she is. I've seen some of those pictures, Kate. Shame on you. Anyway, Macarifo, no relation to the KJG. Maddie Mellinger, Christine Friesendorfer, Mark Parloni. Happy birthday, Mark. Thank you, dude. Kenny Hossey, Mr. Scotch drinks more himself. Jake Cop, the big cop of pump, the best thing coming out of Staten Island and the greatest thing on the turnbuckle throwbacks. Thomas Cops, the Mott Spock, Michael Hammond, Matthew Birch. Isn't he the, the prince of some shit or other with the LJNs? I don't know. He's the true prince of pro. That's right. Braden Bergen's the fucking LJN LeBron James shit, whatever. Brendan Haney, Kerry Cowling. Ryan Schlong! I heard it's not only a fucking gimmick, dude. I heard that's a fact of life. Of course, the newest, newest, newest folks, I guess. The Daily Smart, join us. The DailySmart.com. Go over there. Get caught up on all your wrestling news, events, podcasts, and everything else wrestling related. Matthew Jarvis. Asian Joe. He's back, baby. David Henry Bauer third. Mike Peterson's joining us. Robert Humphrey's joining us. And, of course... His pal Antonio Horseman makes experimental music at HarvestmanRecords.bandcamp.com. Kevin, he is the one, the only, William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's. You, 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 you did it. How are you going to do that? 
what I do? That was, ter- that was terrible. I mean, that's the whole the whole shtick is that it's it's the the will and mercy thing. You 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 hyped it up like he was like Michael Buffer getting an intro. Yeah, but that's the point. Like it was the contrast. Like I build it all the way up, and then you're just like. This is who All I right, am. so it's now you matter. agree about contrast. Let's, let's go back to the mayo mustard oh, debate. Oh, There right, you look, go, I was, baby. I was oil and vinegar. Now you're going to ruin it with mayo. There you go. All right, so <laughs> anyway, let me, let, me, let me do this guy proper. Because All right, here, let me this. do it. Let me do it. All right. William Mercier Jr. Lives are going to be in William Mercier's hands. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, Kevin. Like we said, join us. On Patreon, we can shout you out each and every week for as little as $1. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. It's all about the support, and we love each and every one of you guys. Thank you so much. Kev, we did celebrate our 10th anniversary last week, and it's not too late. We have very few. When I say very few, we're out of 2XLs. We got very few Shining Wizards X shirts left. They look awesome. They feel great. They're soft T-shirts. 20 bucks shipped anywhere in the USA. Wizards podcast at gmail.com. Get your Shining Wizards X fix. X going to give it to you, and so are the Wizards. <laughs> you, just did an exi- you just did an exhibit drop in 2021. No, it's Almost not exhibit. 2022. It's not exhibit. Oh, no, DMX. Oh, DMX, DMX. Go. Wow. That R. was terrible. That was, a bad, that was a bad job out of me. That was a terrible <laughs> job out of me. Yeah, 10 years, man. Dude, I want to. I, I mean, I kind of wish Matt was here for this, but we can maybe reflect a little bit more with him. Next week. No, we can't. No, we, Fuck we, him. He's he's not here too bad. We did the uh, <laughs> we did the we did we were heavy with the libations last week, but I know that was it was a great show, and I just want to thank everyone that, that contributed to it, man. Was there anything that you felt that that was just super cool? That someone that may have reached out or just in general, just everything was dope and everything was dope uh, everything was cool? No, it really was. It was it was a good time. We had a lot of great people uh you know that support us, uh drop some videos our way. Uh, it was great yeah. seeing Rip Rogers. Rip Rogers is uh, a low key favorite guest because he's just insane and he doesn't give a fuck, which is awesome. Uh, I don't know if you saw Kayla Sparks took our little snippet when we showed her, and yeah. she was promoting her uh, her video on the show, which is awesome. She's dude, she's all over the place. She she's she's like right there to be in like the next big thing. It's so awesome for her. Um, I hope so. Who else she's is on great. There? She's fantastic. Um, so now she can clip this and put it on her next fucking highlight reel. Anyway, um, Francis Wright, he was awesome playing up the gimmick. I love it. Love it. Um, all right. So I don't want to, I don't want to be this guy, but I might oh, have to. Go. Oh, here we go. Try, trying to like see who we missed. And I don't know if that's because maybe they just didn't send it or maybe they didn't send it right to Matt. Like I, I, I was, I was surprised we, we didn't. I, no, I'm just saying like, I don't who know if we that. Who are you surprised? Uh, we didn't get a. We didn't get a. Any love from Legrex? I don't. Maybe he didn't reach out to Legrex. I mean, Legrex had a lot of stuff going on with his Thunder Rosa feud. They're, that's they're, true. Excuse actually. me. They're that's BFFs now, by the way. I don't know if you've been following social media. Yeah, they're they've mended the old uh, the old fence. Yeah. So that was that was basically it. I was like, wait, where's the, and did Kate send us anything? Kate doesn't need to send us anything. Kate's awesome. I don't know. Suspect. She's a big star now. Oh yeah, she's a big star now. Do you think she can send us something? I mean, we got we look. We didn't we didn't get any videos from any of the shows on the Shining Wizards Network, but I know that uh, that Phil was plugging us, 
and uh, so is Justin over at Inconclusive Breakdown. Those guys all, right. all mentioned, you know, that we were celebrating our 10th anniversary. So kudos to them for putting the word out. Always appreciate it. Always love. Much love for all those guys. Absolutely. No, it was you it know. was just so awesome, man. So many people that, that you haven't heard from in a long time that you, and, and people that you see all the time. It's just there's no difference between the two. They're just all incredible, and they've all supported us. Um, so Bro, it's, it's great. Jaka. Oh, and dude, we were, that was awesome. And I'm talking about who was our first guest, and he pops into the chat. Matt, it was insane. That was like serend- I think that was like the serendipitous thing. I think he used that quote when like he asked us to pick numbers, and like I picked number seven, and it just happened to be freaking Hawkins. But yeah, the true, uh, the true uh, serendipitous moment was Jaka being on because I love that motherfucker, and his first time on, he was your first guest ever. He was before I was even a, a freaking thought in your nutsacks yeah and 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 that was powers too that was that was uh dave brought him in dude that was that was when beyond was just becoming a thing beyond was still like just closed set shows just for the wrestlers like they were just literally like wrestlers at ringside watching the other guys perform and then drew was just putting it out there so so they were doing covid shows before covid essentially pretty yeah pretty much pretty much (laughs) But it's insane. In. It's insane to think about how far Beyond has come from those early shows where Dave was actually one of the producers. He was working cameras. Yeah, he was doing a bunch of stuff with them, the Omega. And that's how we got to know Jocka. That's how we know, we got to know a lot of those guys, like Dickinson uh, and everybody. I'm, yeah, I was about to say Dickinson, probably. And even, uh, is that E-Y-F-B-O? how we got in touch? Oh, okay, there you go. I was going to yeah. say that. Azuzu, baby. Pinky. We had all those guys on. We had, we had uh, Pinky Sanchez on. All of them. Yeah. It was all. Yeah, it was crazy. all coming through. And the fact that the fact that year eleven starts now, and I couldn't think of a better way to. This isn't going to be a segue, but it should be. I should have saved it. <laughs> We're going to have the the Hawks, the Hawks father and son tag team duo, which is incredible to think that that father son tag team is incredible. It is. It really is. And dude just just to watch like like we've known like luke's been on our tvs luke's been on dvds he's been on pay-per-views luke's been in our consciousness for a long time as a pro wrestler you know what i'm saying but to see his kid now who like so we like we know luke's pedigree like we know like what he can do but to see his kid on tv and just how smooth he is like how seamless he is in between moves and whatnot and he hasn't been doing this all that long which makes it even more insane yeah, he's right in the meaty part of the curve at this point. So, uh, so, so basically, the the genes, not and the genes probably elevated from Luke to to PJ because PJ is an incredible athlete, and not that Luke isn't, but you know, PJ is just like that. He's like that Chad Gable, that Kurt Angle ish. Not saying he's an Olympian. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not nuts, but he's got that vibe to him. I think. Oh, for sure, for sure, and and just. Just to be able, like, when I first saw that Luke was getting on the NWA power, I was like, all right, this is awesome. This is a cool fit for somebody like him, you know? And then he brings PJ in, and I was just like, holy shit, where are we going with this? And it's just it's just been awesome. They've gotten so and much it, exposure, being in the tag title tournament, just working yeah. together. And PJ, like, on his own, like, even the stuff he was doing before that with, like, Colby Carino, just fantastic. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, it's basically like a student of the student of the game match right there, because that's like the learning tree, uh, you know, realized right there. You know, you're the son of Luke Hawks and Colby's the son of Steve, and it's just 
it's incredible. Yeah. Lot lot of lot of second a lot of great second generation stuff right there. I mean, you can't go wrong with the uh with Colby Carino and PJ Hawks. You can't. And it's and it's so funny because I was with I was it was funny that we covered Survivor Series 2006 on our Patreon bonus show. I was listening to Bruce Pritchard talk about the Guerreros, and it's like uh it's like there was never a bad Guerrero. And then Bruce Pritchard had a line where he was like, you know what, sometimes it skips a generation. Like, you know, sometimes like it, like it, sometimes it does. There was not a bad Guerrero. And if, if future, if the history is a guide and the future is any indication, there's probably not going to be a bad Hawks. So, you know, we, we can talk about that for a second real quick. Um, they, you know, he had the same opinion of Chavo that we did. I didn't realize that they were doing 2006 this week either. I had no clue, uh, well, Tony. No well, idea. I didn't either until it popped up like after we had recorded and everything. But I did like that he kind of felt the same way about Chavo that we did. The one thing I didn't like, they gave the crime time stuff like a beating. And they should have. We agreed with that. But they completely whiffed on talking about what Jerry Lawler said. And I don't know if that's a thing where maybe Bruce didn't want to talk about it because he's with the company again. You know Probably. what I'm saying? He tends, he tends not to do that. But like, man, like, like I think like that stuff was just, you know, like a step that needed to be taken, like to talk about it. You know what I mean? Well, well they did, right? Didn't they? Oh no, not not what Lawler said. No, they didn't. You're right. They just talked about they what Crontine did. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. They talked. They they talked about all the other stuff and and rightfully so because like we we made this. You know, I, I mean, I don't want to put too much out there, but. You know, we pretty much made the same points that they made. So I see right. we've got one of the Hawks Airy in queue. Do we want to let PJ in and start talking to him? Let's ride, baby. All right. Let's let's see if he's ready. Let's get him in. Uh all right, he's muted. Let's see. Hey, we got go. him. Pete, I'm Pete. muted. I'm always ready. Beautiful. PJ. PJ Hawks is with us on the hotline on the uh, on the screen with us. How you doing tonight, brother? I'm doing well. I cannot complain. Just ate some food and I'm just hanging out ready to do this podcast. How about y'all? We are great. We are fantastic. Let me ask you, what, what, what's the meal of choice before you join two idiots like us on a podcast? I, it's a restaurant. Yeah, it's a restaurant called Asian great Cajun, question. But, uh It's a, uh, it's a Japanese uh, restaurant local, but it's, it's a uh, Yakiniku uh, Dunbury. So just meat and rice and vegetables. So try to eat clean. Nice. And also very good as well. They do a great job. Very nice. For for those of you just joining us, we are here with uh, PJ Hawks, member of the Hawks ARE, one right. of the newest stars, one of the brightest stars on NWA Power. And we were just talking about you before you popped into the queue and, uh, you know, just talking about like how familiar we were with your dad being in the business for as long as he has. And then with you making your appearances and getting getting out there on a national platform as part of the NWA. And uh, I got to tell you, bro, I would say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but we know what your dad's capable of. But to see you in the ring, just as smooth as you are, and 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 how like how natural everything seems to you, uh, is it something where you're trying to model yourself after your dad, or did you have other influences to get you like where you are with how you are in the ring? That's a, it's it's a really good question. I I think about that a lot. You know, I when I always think about that because I mean I've seen my dad wrestle my entire life right you know i've been going to shows the earliest i can remember is three years old going to shows with him and watching him wrestle my dad's always been very smooth very crisp everything he does you know it's very impactful and meaningful and i think i mean i just get part of that from him you know but i do watch uh, a lot for now i kurt angle was somebody i love to watch or 
you know, any of those technical matches he had from 2000 to, you know, to, I mean, any, really any of them, but the, the 2000, 2004 period is the one that I like to watch a lot. Just any matches he had then were, I mean, really great. And, uh, there's any technical wrestling I can watch. I try to pick up on that, but, um, no, honestly, I try to incorporate a lot of my amateur wrestling. And I think that's where I get my, my quickness from is because I, that's part of it. When I wrestled in high school, I, I, you know, I like to shoot a lot, but I would do a lot of single legs or double legs, but I would just be very quick because, you know, I may not have been the strongest other people, but I knew I had the speed and, you know, it's all about the angles and other kinds of stuff. But I feel like that definitely helped me translate well into pro wrestling and, yeah, so it's it's a mix of everything. I try to incorporate a lot of my amateur stuff in there, but at the same time too, I think that that definitely helped me in the ring with just being natural and fluid and just kind of moving moving around as well. Yeah, and and I feel like uh, with a lot of amateur wrestlers that end up becoming professional wrestlers, is that there's a lot of things that that, that fans might not pick up on if you're not familiar with amateur wrestling. I feel like there's a lot of nuances that amateur wrestlers can do to make it look more realistic and do things like that like you know necessarily grab a hold or like bend like an arm this way or do something like that that way uh how much did that play into your into your uh training and and, and your ideas about becoming a pro wrestler a ton so i've always wanted to be a pro wrestler first i mean you could ask my dad whenever when he comes on i this is all i've wanted to do since i was little you know like i said i go to shows with him and i just, just watch my hero you know so it was cool and i'm like i want to be like my dad so uh but I knew I needed to get tougher. So that's why I joined my high school wrestling team. You know, I didn't really do much besides, you know, I ran track and I knew a ton of successful pro wrestlers or amateur wrestlers. And I did that. And honestly, it, it, that if without amateur wrestling, I don't know how good at, at, I would be at pro wrestling. You know, I, I know I, I work hard and I train, but that definitely gave me the edge. Like I said, I just, my body was in condition. I, we were doing, I mean, hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, squats, picking people up, carrying them all across, you know, our gym, which is, it was a big gym. So we'd be running across there, you know, and wrestling for 30 minutes, an hour. And it's, it's different from ring cardio, but it's, it's so intense that it's, it's kind of the same, if that makes sense. You know, there's nothing like taking a bump, but at the same time too, when you're colliding with somebody for 20, 30 minutes, you know, full force, it gets pretty tiring. So you kind of have to dig deep and I, that helped me prepare for pro wrestling a hundred percent. And Again, I just, my body, when I started training, I, I wanted to come in. I didn't want to just start off and just be like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm Luke's son, so I'm just going to get in here and just start wrestling. No, I wanted to be prepared and, you know, be at my physical best that I could start off. So, uh, again, I would recommend that anybody that wants to do professional wrestling, get into sports of some kind. Amateur wrestling would definitely lay a foundation because, again, a lot of it, you know, I mean, if you look at any of the – old stuff it's just through the older stuff it's it's grappling that's what it is it was a fight you know and um it, it, tra it still translates to this day you know I, I i love it i love the just the technical wrestling aspect of professional wrestling all wrestling but i i love technical wrestling you've had awesome. you've got, i mean oh. your father the kingpin of wildcat sports so i mean not only do you have a dad who's in pro wrestling but you've got a promotion where you could sort of, you know, feel things out and start to learn things and actually get that experience in front of a crowd. So what's it like when you're actually like, all right, you're the amateur, you know how to wrestle amateur, you're training with your dad, you're becoming a professional. What's it like when you finally get in the ring for that first match? Is there butterflies? Do you feel like I got this? How does that, how does that feel for you? I'd say I got this, you know, it's, I, I've only had butterflies in my first match and it was very little and it's, it's weird. I think it's just because I've been around it for so long. You know, I, 
again, like I said, I've been with my dad everywhere. And I mean, I've been to so many shows and I've done stuff here and there in the ring, you know, like there was a back, man, when 2012, 2013, my dad was shooting with Matt Hardy and extreme rising. So I, I did some stuff with Matt and, uh, I'm trying to think there's been a couple other times where I've gotten in the ring with him, like, you know, but so it, it didn't really make me nervous or, you know, I was just prepared and, uh, I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So it's again, it was just, I feel comfortable in the ring. Every time I step in the ring, I'm comfortable. I go out there and I'm just like, I don't have any nerves. I'm just ready to wrestle and just kind of feel the crowd and, you know, just enjoy the match. That's what I'm trying to do is really just enjoy the match and have fun. And again, it's, it's competitive because I'm trying to perform. I'm trying to be the best version of myself out there. So when I'm doing it again, that's, that's what I look forward to. And then afterwards, that's when I get all my adrenaline. I'm like, Oh my God, that was awesome. You know, but beforehand, I'm very cool. I'm very, just like, uh, I, honestly, I'm kind of very nonchalant. It's very chill, which is strange. You know, you feel like it'd be the opposite, but uh, I'm just very comfortable because, again, I, I'm confident in my abilities and I know what I can do out there. And I think that's really it. It just it, it just helps me perform better as well. But well, that's when awesome. did you know that? Oh, okay. Tony, I'm sorry, but yeah. Before before you get on there, we've got the son of uh, the Hawks area. Now we're joined by the father, uh, Luke. Welcome back to the show, my friend. How's everything? Hey, man. First off, I just want to put over that I've been listening to y'all talk with Perry for a few minutes. And, uh, man, what a good kid I raised, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so now I asked I asked him how he was before his first match, actually, in front of a crowd working. And uh, he said he was a little bit nervous. From your perspective, seeing him to go out there, what's your emotions like when, oh, when your boy who wanted to be a wrestler is finally taking hey, that thing? I'm more nervous than he is. I'm a nervous wreck. <laughs> It's like, cause I know it, I know what happens and you know, you know what you want and what you expect and you know how dangerous things are and how much things hurt. And so it's hard. Like, uh, it was hard for me. It still is. It, it, it's hard for me to disconnect from when he's selling to when he, to when he's really hurting, you know? So I'm always, he sells so good. I always think that he's really hurting because that's what he looks like when he's really hurting. So <laughs> I'm like, damn it. It's rough. You got to just chill, sit back, though, and just – it's part of the game. It's, you know, you got to try not to think about it. Hey, so, I, I suffered all those years from whenever you lost, crying and you had to me <laughs> over the barricade. So now it's your turn. That's right. <laughs> that's true. That's You know what? Full, that's that's full, full circle, circle, what we call that. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we just called it out live on, on the Shining Wizards podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so let me ask you this. I'll field this to, this question to both of you. I guess maybe maybe Luke could answer first here because he obviously the experience and, and all this stuff. And then and then uh, PJ, I'll get to you with, with the same exact question. Um, when did you feel like your son PJ was ready for the exposure that that NWA can give him? Um, as opposed to and Wildcat has done tremendous things, always has been, always been a, a, a very great promotion. But on this stage of NWA, when did you feel like he was ready for that? And how did that idea come about for you two to go uh, there? Well, originally, um, you know, it, it's always you always think they're ready, you know, but are, is anybody ever really ready? Right. We just get the opportunity to go. And I think he was good enough to hold his own and and you see a lot of people who aren't ready in certain situations and they still thrive. And I know how hard my kid works. So, you know, of course you want to put him in on a, a higher end scale. And I know how hard of an amateur wrestler he is and which, which, you know, that's, that's, that's the grunt work of pro wrestling. 
when you're an amateur wrestler, you you know, that's that's the hardcore grunt, grueling, you know, to me, that's the hardest thing you can be in, in wrestling as an amateur wrestler. That's the baddest thing you could be as an amateur wrestler. So to know the work he put in an amateur wrestling, I knew that he would, you know, thrive in pro wrestling. Um, so, so I think he was definitely ready. And the, the way it came about was, uh, NWA was going to do some new, uh, show. What was it called, Perry? You remember? Circuit Square. Circuit Square. Yeah. Oh, Circuit Square. Square. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I was pushing the father son thing and they thought it was a cool thing. So they had reached out and wanted, wanted us to do some Circle Square. And I really didn't want to do it at first. I was like, ah, at this stage of my game, I'm not, I'm not here to prove myself. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to really have a contest to win. You know what I mean? I'm not doing tough enough and all that bullshit. Like, <laughs> I'm way past that in my stage of career. And I'm like, you know, so, like, if it ain't worth my time and ain't worth my money, I ain't going. So, uh, but they were interested in having me. It was more for Perry. Like, they wanted to put Perry, but they wanted to do us as a team and everything, which was cool. So, uh, we worked out a little deal. And then uh, – you know, of course, like pandemic and all that other stuff happened. So, you know, we, we like we, we came in, we did the taping, everything went well. And even on the Circle Square, we actually won. Like we got the votes and everything. And uh, we had that best match of that series, which was really cool. And then uh, pandemic hit. And then, you, did, you know, we didn't know when anything was going to start up again. So and then, you know, fortunately, uh, NWA got started back, you know, at a decent time. And now they're rolling again. They picked up right where they left off because they were super hot when they left off. And now, like, we went right into the chase. And those shows, man, those shows were, were really, really fun shows, especially that woman show. Uh, Mickey James, dude, she she just put on – all the girls who were on the show worked their asses off. But Mickey James in general, to put that event on, you know, and it, that that just hats off. That was a really, really good show. And it was a really, really fun moment to be a part of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually we actually spoke to Mickey James. What was it? A week or two before that, before Empower took place. Yeah. And first of all, she's an amazing person. She, oh, yeah. she she was a blast to talk to, fun to be around. But you could see like she still loves the business, and she put everything into that show. And I was so happy for her that it came off so great. You know, I've been watching the NWA uh, since they came back with Billy Corgan with the whole Ten Pounds of Gold series. I subscribe, so I'm watching it every week. And uh, we were talking to your son before you jumped on that. Uh, it's just been great, like watching him and how smooth he is. And uh, I remember the match. It was, it was. Um, who was the tag team you guys worked? It was the guys that wound up working with Nikita Koloff after that, wasn't it? Yeah, well, they, that that was their. Yeah, they they worked with Nikita Koloff that match. Uh, best kept secret, believe. Yeah, yeah, best kept secret. That's what they were called. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I, it, and honestly, like when you said it, God's honest truth, it was the best match of that series. You know. Yeah, and they were fun. They were fun to work with too, Jeff yeah. Neal Lewis and uh and, and Titan. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, was the one. The one complaint I had about that was like it felt like that match should have gotten at least five more minutes because you guys oh. had a flow going in there. Man. Yeah, yeah. We, awesome. we, we could have easily went five more minutes. That was yeah. fun. That was fun match. It was good crowd reaction. Uh, crowd was hot when we came out there, and that was our first time at NWA, and like they knew who we were right when we came out, which was cool. We got some reaction right off that back, you know. So you never know when when you get used to working like one territory. Like we didn't really work anywhere as a father son tag team at that time, other than ROW. So uh, and, and once in Minnesota, and then we did some oh we did some California stuff too. But but like we didn't we'd never been in that area, so that was the first time coming in that area, and like we got reaction like right away. Which was cool. 
Oh, richly deserved too. Absolutely. Um, I know you guys came in as a tag team, but for a little while there, it was cool to see PJ actually work with another second second generation kid, Colby Carino. Oh, oh. them dudes have been tanning it up. <laughs> like seriously, bro. Like yeah. I, that. That's man. I always look forward to watching them work because they're both so damn good, and they like they, they their styles are different, but yet they're similar, and they just work well together. I'm like, man, it's hard to not get involved emotionally. Yeah, yeah, and 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 Colby, he plays that like I'm tough as nails, but then also clicks into the chicken shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. he's so good at that too. Yeah, he's good. He's he's so damn talented, bro. That's mm -hmm. a talented kid. Steve, uh, Steve <laughs> raised him right. For sure, for sure. Uh, P PJ, let's dial back to you real quick in terms of in terms of when you thought you were ready for this kind of uh, profile match. When did you feel like you were? ready to be on this national wrestling alliance stage did you feel like hey listen i'm i'm good like i'm i, I got this i know what i'm doing i'm i've been trained by you know <laughs> wildcat and my father is this something that you knew you were ready for yes so and i wouldn't say it in the sense of oh yeah i knew it. i like again like i said earlier i'm always confident in my ability to wrestle you know i know i can go out there and perform to my best of my ability and also you know do a good job or a great job or a fantastic job you know whatever however it goes, I know I'm going to do well. And uh, I know that my dad wouldn't kiss my ass either. You know, if, if I'm slacking on something, he's going to be the one to tell me. And if I'm not doing something right, he's also going to be the one to tell me. So it's, it's good because it's not like I'm just, you know, I think I'm the greatest of all time. I'm second generation. I'm doing all this. No, it's, you know, I'm not like that type of person either. I'd rather know, honestly, like, Hey, Hey, I'm doing this wrong or I need to do this better. Let me improve because, you know, it's only going to hurt me if I'm not at the best of my ability. You know, if I'm slacking, then it's just going to hurt me. So, you know, again, if my dad, if he tells me I'm ready or if he thinks something, then, you know, then I, I know I am. And at the time, yeah. I thought I was. And, you know, I thought I was doing pretty well, too. And we just kind of got the ball rolling from there. And like I said, we won the circle square. And then we came back, uh, I would say, March of this year, right? It was, it was I don't March. know. I couldn't tell you what happened we were, yesterday. We were still in Atlanta. I think it was. I think it was March of this year that we went back. But um, yeah, I think yeah, I think. But um, yeah, we've just been going from there. And I, again, I enjoy it so much. It's it's fun tagging with my dad. You know, again, it's it's always great doing that because it, again, how cool is it that I get to tag with my dad? He's still kicking everybody's ass, and you know, he still will be for more many more years to come. So. That's fun. And even the singles wrestling is, is great too. I mean, again, you mentioned Colby Carino, you know, we may have our differences, you know, there, but at the same time, he is a phenomenal wrestler and competitor. And every time we get in the ring, you know, we, we go at it and we, we have great matches. So it's just, I always love doing that. And it's, it's a lot of fun. And NWA has such a freaking fantastic locker room. I agree. Like, they, have, man, they have a phenomenal locker room. There's so many talented, good-hearted, just, like, people that you genuinely want to be around. You know, like, they, 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 I really, like, I've never seen such a well-picked and well-groomed locker room like that before. That's right. And we are on the, on the line with both members of Hawks area, Luke Hawks. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram, at LukeHawk504. And, of course, PJ on social media platforms at PJ underscore Hawks. That's H-A-W-X. You guys recently uh, – I'm going to shift gears just for a second. I'm sure we'll get back to, to NWA and even what? to Wildcat. Viewer's discretion and, uh, is advised. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. Uh, <laughs> not for me. Not for me. No, not we're very familiar with your dad, though. <laughs> and uh, you guys just recently had a uh, a chance to wrestle in Alaska, which is something yeah, that. Cool. Which is something that I mean, Luke. I mean, you've been around for a while. I mean, that's a bucket list for a lot of people when they try to cross off states. And for to to do that with uh with PJ, who like like that's got like at, at this early in his career, that had to have been something. What was that experience like wrestling up in Alaska? Well, man, so I filmed a TV show there in like I think 2014 called Ice Cold Killers. So it was cool to get to go back. I would never thought I would have wrestled there, right? I never thought I filmed a freaking television show there but i did so uh to get to go wrestle there and wrestle with my son and then have it be one of his dream matches that was uh that was like a, a really cool moment because it was just it was just a fun trip because we uh we stayed with nova and Mimi the whole time and i've known them forever man i've I known them since i was younger than perry yeah. so it's it it was just a like he gets to relive my youthful days, you know, with the same guys that I, I, I came up idolizing. And, and, like, they tell him the stories and they tell him about how they watch me grind. And, you know, they see me start somewhere and build myself up and build myself up, build myself up. So, like, you can't replace those moments. And there's a lot of people who won't get those moments with their children, you know what I mean? Like, they, they just won't have that opportunity to have something like that because they're different and there's nothing wrong with that but it's it's just something that uh i'm fortunate to share with my son and uh there's one thing in life that like i could say i'm proud of that's the stuff because you you just it's it's not common you know we're doing movies together we're doing television shows together we're you know wrestling together traveling the world together like you know it, it's how, how how do you get better than that let me let me ask you this. PJ, how was like, that experience for you? Oh, go ahead. It was great. It was so cool. Alaska's on my. I mean, I'm a big nature guy. I like to go hiking, all that stuff. So just being there again was super cool. It was just really pretty. The mountains were gorgeous, and you know, it was so much fun wrestling there as well. Like WrestlePro was great. Um, the matches were fun. We had a lot of matches first night, so that was cool. And then yeah, the second night, you know, I got to wrestle. Um, Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins as a tag team, which is cool because I grew up a big Zack Ryder fan. So that was just really cool. And again, to do it with my dad in Alaska is just it's awesome. So like he was a Zack Ryder fan. He got to do a skit with Zack Ryder in WWE when he was there like 16 and 17. And then uh, you know, so big shout out to Kevin Matthews for making all that happen. So 100%. Kevin Matthews is the man. We gotta get but you yeah. back. We gotta get you back in uh, in Rawway, man. We do, man. We do. We got to get me and him in there. He's got to make his debut there. Yeah. So, uh, but we we got the, you know, it was cool because, like, I got to see him as a kid. You know, I know what it's like to love a wrestler, right? And be, you know, and look up to a wrestler and idolize a wrestler. So I know the guys he's looked up to. So it was cool to get to see him watch Zack Ryder come up through his era of wrestling, right? And he becomes a fan of him. And he's, you know, watching the YouTube videos and he's doing all this stuff. And next thing you know, like, he gets an opportunity to go backstage at WWE and be in a skit with him when he's, like, in high school still, right? He's a dude skipping school to go do Monday Night Raw, right? And be backstage. And he's going to school the next day and everybody's seeing him on Raw the night before. Uh, so then and then he gets to wrestle him. You know what I mean? Like, how many people get that opportunity? That's, like, Not things like that are really cool. And, and I'm gonna I'm need to find that video, by the way. You're gonna have to give me a link to that. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, you know, those, those the once in a lifetime moments. 
PJ, I got to ask you. I know Kevin was flexing with his action figures, but I can't help but notice over your right shoulder. Yes. You've got a TV back there. Looks like it's got Mario, Super Mario Brothers on there. That is it. Is that is that the Lego gimmick? It is the Lego one. I just built oh. it like two weeks ago or something like that. Yes. Oh. I, uh, I used to love Legos as, as a kid, but uh, I saw the Mario one. I'm like, oh, man, I got to do this. I'm a big Nintendo guy. I love Nintendo. And this again, this was a cool Lego. So, Lego hey, when I was his age, I was out getting in like fights and beating people up. So. <laughs> This dude's building Legos, you know what I mean? I don't have to fight, you know. I just we we, we stay calm until it's needed, you know. I let you do that. That's a great point. Boy, you guys are opposites I, when it comes to that, uh, man. You yeah, ain't sitting complete opposites. Hey, I, I love a good tussle, but again, it's just you know, it's no, no no need, no need. We're cool, man. Yeah, I don't do either. I just run away. There you go. If you're quick, yeah. then you're good. That's so right. let me well, ask you. That quick either. How how do we get to the point where father and son are becoming a tag team? Like what like what's the impetus behind that? Like whose thought is it? Do you guys just come to each other say like like we should just team up? We we'd be great together. Like like whose idea is this and how does this happen? You want to go? Oh, you want? Oh, uh, you go. I mean, it was I your your idea. I would say. Yeah, it was my idea. I just wanted to do it. Like I I knew I had a lot of time left in me, and I was like, man, I want to do something that's never been done before. I really want to push a father-son tag team. Because I was like, they had, it's happened, right? Father and sons have tagged before, but but never, like, ran. So uh, I was like, I'm still young enough to make a run. I feel great. I don't even feel like I hit my prime yet. And, you know, he he's he's freaking a freak of an athlete and a hard worker, and he's coming up the ranks, you know. He's really working. He's been working really hard. So I'm like, we, we could have a real good run at this. And then I started doing it. And then, of course, uh, a couple other people kind of started copying us after it. And, you know, it is wow. what it is. It's cool. It's cool. I, I was a little butthurt at first, but it, it, it but, but, because I'm like, man, like, just let us have, not everything has to be stolen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to be original. You know how hard it is to be original in wrestling, right? And come up with original yeah. things. And, like, we've, I've been planning this out for so long. Like, like, because since I knew he wanted to be a wrestler, I was like, damn, I'm gonna really get the tag team with my son. Like that was my, that was my glory, right? Because I never, you know, I didn't have that father-son relationship. I didn't have, you know, I was in a boy, so I'm all that BS. But it's like, this was something that was cool for me. And then, you know, several other people started biting on it. And I was like, eh, well, it's kind of like a, we started it and it's cool, but at the same time, I really wanted it to be special and. Uh, you know, be, be the only ones. Because for a while, we're the yeah. only one. And then, uh, I, I mean, I'd, I'd ask you to name names, but I don't really want to go that that route. But uh, <laughs> well, I mean, but, first uh, ones to do it were, 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 were you know Ray and Dominic. You know, and Dominic wasn't even a wrestler, so it's not like he was training to be a wrestler or anything. It was like that. That was like an idea, and you know, so it's like, and it, dude, who is he wrong for doing it? Hell no. Why wouldn't he do it? Right. And that's how cool is it that he gets to do it with his son. So I understand that. Like, I'm not upset about that. It's just like I really wanted us to have, you know, be the first and only at least for a while. So we got to do it first. We just didn't get to do it for a while. You know, we were still doing it. I I do think, though, that, you know, our work speaks for itself. You know, we, we do a great job, a fantastic job. And, you know, we always putting in our effort and, you know, giving it our all. And, 
even if, uh, you know, other people are doing it, you know, again, our, we, we do a great job at it. And, you know, why wouldn't we tag together to answer your question of us tag teaming? I mean, again, he's still very young and I'm just coming up and what better to, what better way to learn than to literally watch your teacher in the ring. Right. So, I mean, it's just, you know, it's no better feeling and no better experience. And it's just, it's great all around. I know, I know that uh, you guys have been doing a lot um, with, with acting. I know you guys are super involved with heels on stars. That's, that's been a a great vehicle for you guys. Um, Real quick. um, I know that you had stuff planned too, for Wildcat for your 10th anniversary. I know you went on social media. Everything kind of fell apart with that. I know 2022 is going to be a, a big deal for you guys. Uh, and Wildcat's going to be making a big return. What do you got planned? Are you going bigger than what you were going to do this year? Do you have other things in, that are, you know, other ideas that you're mulling over well, now? I don't know because uh, I don't have a, a tentative game plan, to be honest. And the only reason I say that is because uh, – I don't know what the market's going to be like coming back with all the damage that was done from the hurricane and inflation and everything else. I don't know how much disposable income people will have. You know, you got to think like before COVID, we were drawing 2000 people a show. You know, we had we literally had 2400 people at a show. I mean, that's not a big deal to you guys up there because y'all get big crowds, right? Like New York's a big area that 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 tri-state area has a big population to support wrestling. So it's not unheard of, but but it's rare, right? That anybody getting two thousand people. Uh, so I, for I'm us, sorry to cut you it, off. But t- t- I'm sorry to cut you off, but 2,400 people, two thousand people. I don't care where you are for a show that's not WWE or AEW, or that's a big deal. <laughs> right, and we did that at Wildcat, you know. So uh, it was like, and then right after that, he went viral with the with the mall jump. Yeah. So, and then three weeks after he went viral, COVID hit and crashed everything down. And then we came back and then, you know, it's the first show back, a hurricane happened a few weeks after that and, you know, tore everything up and canceled the rest of our year. So I can't really, I had a really killer 10 year anniversary show I had planned in my head that I was working on. And uh, I really wanted to make it like my first goal for this company was to make it 10 years and just have the badass anniversary show and it's like man damn i got robbed out of the nine-year anniversary show because of covid and now i got robbed out of a 10-year anniversary show and i'm a strategic guy so i like to like like i don't want to come back and be like oh if we come back strong i can draw five thousand people because we were so hot when we you know i'm like i think we need to build the territory up again i think we need to refresh storylines i think we need to get people invested we need to introduce new wrestlers so uh, so I don't have a tentative game plan of where I'm going. It's just, you know, we're going to keep moving forward like we always do and make some adjustments along the way and try and just, you know, hope that uh, when we do get back up and running that we can have the support here. Because, dude, it's, it's a big difference between y'all's area. Like, what's a general mission ticket for y'all cost generally for an indie show up there? 20 bucks. Yeah, that's and, and so what about for a pricier independent show? All right, so I, I'll just tell you from what I know because I work uh, very close with WrestlePro, as you. So, yeah. Um, so I think like front row might be like thirty or fifty, depending on the card. Anywhere from thirty yeah. to fifty, depending on the card, and then general admissions twenty, maybe twenty-five. Yeah, I think that's so. about right. Yeah. And we, we, we could never charge $25 for a general admission ticket here. 
that, that we just don't have that market. You know what I mean? So, so it, we, we have to, I have to draw the big numbers because it's so expensive to run here with the commission. Um, you know, so, and, and we're charging 10 to 15 bucks for a general admission ticket. You know, like we could never yeah. charge. I did charge, you know, the, the, the Pontchartrain Center show, the show we, the, the eight year anniversary where we drew to 2,400 people at. I mean, front rows for those were probably like 75, I think. And so, you sold it out. I mean, yeah. Wait, wait. I, I think I think you might be selling yourself short though, because Wildcat's got such a big following. I think that, you know, finally when you emerge from all this and and your first show hits in 2022, I think you might be surprised how many people do actually come back. Because sometimes, if you're if you're the game and everybody knows who you are and and they come out to support you, I think that absence makes them grow fonder. And I think you might be surprised by how many people actually do come back. I hope, you know? man. I hope. I just uh, we had a really good thing going, you know, and I had an attachment to those people, and um, it, like in my people too, like like we were. You guys know what it is to run a wrestling show, so it, it's like it's just giving your community hope, and it's giving you know your your team hope and guys with big dreams and they want to fulfill and they just they want to go make their family proud and they want to have a good time and they want their friends to watch them and say, hey, look what I just did! I just put on this you know, awesome ass performance. And that's what it's like when we go to Wildcat and the fans love it, you know, and we have such good fans that we get attached to them. Like they're just genuine people who come to have a good time and you're providing them with that good time. And, and it, you know, and it's missed. So it's kind of been, it's kind of been screwed up because we were doing so good and we had these bonds and then because the circumstances out of our control, it all gets taken away. I I'm, I'm I still think you might be surprised. Yeah. I'm really, you know, we we've had nothing but love for Wildcat from the beginning. We've had a good relationship all these years, and I really I really do feel like since you guys have been doing such a great job that these folks are going to come back, hundred percent. Right, so I just checked just just to wrap a bow on this conversation. Uh, I just checked the the Russell Pro stuff, and this is a great roster for their February fifth show. Uh, second row is fifty, third row forty, first row sold out. So I'm assuming that's sixty general is going to be 30 for the show which is a, a steal for this lineup that they have going on so just to put a bow yeah. on that in terms of the, the ratio from the northeast to, to oh to yeah that's what are, I'm so yeah, yeah. pro always has killer shows though they that's one thing they do is every show is a killer show and it's well promoted like but you guys do that you guys build a bond you know what i mean like you guys have each other's backs and y'all you understand that you have to work together and you have to work hard you know what i mean there can't be anybody like just sitting back on a team yeah. it, it, take, it literally takes everybody you know and, and unfortunately there's a lot of times where people they want to be a part of that success but they don't want to put the work in with everybody else you know so uh you know and, and kudos to you guys because y'all always consistently you know put the work in right yeah. and that's, that's that's cool to see that's one thing there's not a lot of places uh that you see that 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 wrestling community like really work together you know, Santino's does a good job in California. They're really well, yeah. you know, um, but Maryland MCW does a good job. Yeah. You guys been down there? No, I haven't been down to Maryland, but I know they do a good job. Yeah. Yeah. MCW does a really, really good job. Um, I I'm, I'm interviewing y'all now. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I got, I got one more question for you guys. This weekend, Hard Times 2 comes to pay-per-view. You guys are involved in the Junior Heavyweight Scramble for a shot at the Junior Heavyweight Championship. We got father versus son in this bad boy. PJ, Potentially. 
You beat. I mean, if it comes down to you and your dad, you think you got him? Hey, he's got me. I'm laying down, bro. We might uh, we might just do rock paper scissors shoot and call it a day. We'll move on. Yeah. To and then we'll. Nah, now you I'm see, as as much as I would love that, I'd be a little disappointed because I want to see you guys throw down, man. I'd love to see it. Yeah, it I'm not mad at him, so there's no reason to. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Luke, are you sure he's your kid, bro? He's so hey, low. We're, we're different, man. We're, we're just different. Now, the youngest one, put the youngest one on here, and it'll be a whole different <laughs> story. Like, yeah, that's Luke, kid. Luke, uh, PJ. He'll, he'll stop. This, this has been fantastic. We'd love to have you guys back on anytime. I know there's an NWA World Tag Team title in you guys' future. You guys have been amazing. Luke, we've known you for all this time. PJ, we are impressed to shit by you, man. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, at LukeHawks504 on Twitter and Instagram, at PJ underscore Hawks on Twitter and Instagram as well, WildcatSports.com. Make sure you check the, check them out. Uh, show these guys some love. Of course, Lisa, big fan of Wildcat for a long time. Always, she can't wait thanks for you guys for to Do you guys have anything you want to leave the fans with before we let you guys go tonight? Watch Heels, man. If you haven't already, get Stars Network. Check out Heels Season 1. Uh, we're getting ready to gear up for Season 2. So I'm pumped up about that. You know, got some other things we're working on. And, uh, you know, I got a new movie that drops December 3rd with Dolph Lundgren directing called Castle Falls. And uh, wait till y'all see what we do next. We got some fun stuff planned. Oh, yeah. PJ, any new Lego collections in your future, brother? <laughs> uh, actually, yes, there is. Uh, the question mark block, uh, the Super Mario 64 question mark block. At some point, I'll do that. Maybe uh, maybe in the next coming weeks after I'm done. I got finals uh, this next week coming up. So after NWA, I'll be uh, taking some exams. So I'm really just prepping for that. But uh, anyways, uh, just check out Wildcat Sports. It's Wildcat with a K. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, right. Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. But if you want to watch some of our stuff, we are on YouTube. And check us out uh, this week on NWA Hard Times 2 on Fight TV as well. So I can't wait, bro. I haven't missed one episode of anything from the NWA. I'm looking so forward to see you guys work that show. It's going to be awesome. The, the lineup is incredible. I'm very excited as well. We're going to kill it, as always. So thank you awesome. guys for having us on. Hawks Airy, Luke and PJ Hawks, thank you guys again for joining us. This was a blast, brothers. Be well. Appreciate y'all. Take care. Y'all have a good night. You too, man. Right. You too. Bye, guys. I tell you what, man, they could both go in the ring, but two heads, like, completely different. PJ's so chill, and Luke is just like, he's a maniac. Yeah, well, I mean, that comes with, that comes with the territory. That comes with, with, with uh, I, mean, I mean, we're old. I'm sure we were just as polite as, as PJ was when we were that age. Right? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't much of a maniac to be honest with you. Speaking of maniacs, Kev. Oh no, this guy's far the furthest thing from. The big <sighs> deal, Craig Steele. Welcome back, brother. How you been? Gentlemen, how we doing tonight? We are chilling like villains, brother. Can you hear me? It's so Can great you hear to me have you back. No. Yeah, we got you. You hear us? Wizards land. Yeah, man. We're good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude, we're in the we're in no, we're just we're in the the world where we're not in the same place anymore. So we're still, you know, Wi Fi is a bitch sometimes. So we have to get we have to pause and let someone else speak for a second. Brother, I got video kind of games. I gotta have a good Wi Fi connection here. Oh, my wife works a big from home. Deal, bro. <laughs> gotta have the good connection. My wife sits at home, works works her does her job from the uh, from the the living room. So we have to have good uh, Wi Fi in this house. All right. So so what are you playing nowadays? 
I play. I'm I'm an old white guy, so I play Madden. Okay. I play Call All of right. Duty. All right. I play uh, MLB The Show. All right. I'm liking and, it. And uh, that's about it. No Fortnite. <laughs> No, my my kids aren't old enough for Fortnite yet. So. Oh, my kids got me playing it all the time. I I love shooting people. I can't build for shit. That's the I like one thing people. I can't. That's do. where we play Call of Duty. My my three year old going on four year old is a is a is a is a sharpshooter on Call of Duty. Yeah, I can't believe your kid is almost four years old, man. It's great. He's a monster too. He'll probably show up up. He's he's running around downstairs. He's not in bed yet. So there's chances are he'll he'll show up in the uh, the big deal cave. And uh, cause the big, a ruckus. The big deal cave. Of course, it. this is the big deal. Craig Steele. Follow him on social media at bd underscore Craig Steele on Twitter, on the Instagram. Guy, we've known we've known this man for a very long time. Tony, a little bit longer than I. And Super Steele, long I don't time. know Tony for oh, well over twenty years. Yep. Yeah. And so, uh, for the for the listeners of this show, we've we've had a, a lot more since probably the last time you've been on. So. Uh, so uh, first, I want to thank you for sending that 10-year anniversary show uh, message to us. That was no awesome. Problem. And uh, Tony, maybe you can, maybe I can direct this to you. Go over your your history with the uh, with the big deal, Craig Steele, or before, maybe. Bef- well, before this bully. guy was a big deal, he was a pub bully, and that he was the pub bully. Oh man, were you ever? <laughs> I tell you what, man. What were you like? Nineteen when I first met you? you I like... was. What year was that? Uh, probably 98, if I had a guess. I was yeah. like 17. Yeah, dude. I and, was a and... baby. I just, I started wrestling at the famed ECPW wrestling school when I was 16. Yeah. So, uh, I was, I was young, stupid, you know. So here I am, big, big chooch in my mid twenties, walking into a wrestling school and this young guy, and he said young, he was 16. He was showing me shit. Like that's how in tune the the great Craig Steele that time pub bully was into the wrestling business, and he he was a lucky man because he actually got to team with the legendary Andrew Anderson many many times. Yes, I that I just at uh at the last ISPW show I was in the ring with with uh, Andrew Anderson in that in that rumble for the for the ISPW championship, and yeah. uh, he's as stiff as ever. <laughs> yeah that's that, that, that's so funny because ispw is like what if you're from jersey like anywhere around jersey you remember ispw from like back in the day like i was a little older maybe like around in high school so now tommy's bringing that back how was that like was it was it uh and it's a lot of the same i mean people you want to not... talk about a, a brothered up locker room <laughs> that was a brothered up locker room everybody was in that locker room from the past you know, you got guys that I'm that you know the current guys, Nikos Ricos, yeah. You know, Sean Donovan, Justin Carino, but then you got other. You know, you got the old school guys in that locker room. You had Tiger Mulligan in that locker room. Oh wow! You had uh, Andrew Anderson, Crowbar, my my on again off again tag team partner Danny Doring. We had a Damn, you know uh, Bull James was in that locker room. It was a good. It was a fun. It was a fun night of wrestling action. For all, for the whole family, it's so crazy to see like Tommy Fierro just all back in with the uh, with the wrestling stories. Got now bringing back ISPW. It's like it, it it hits you in the feels, but at the same time, it's so awesome to see like the newer guys getting in there with the older guys too. You know, yeah, you get a lot of it brought back a lot of memories from the past. I wrestled for ISPW probably when I was nineteen. 
you know, when I, when, uh, after the pub bully, I became, uh, I was one of the moon dogs with, uh, with Wenzel. Holy shit. I forgot oh about that. God. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I went on my, uh, my hiatus from wrestling for a while after that, but we were on a bunch of those shows wrestling the Samoans and, you know, it brought back a lot of memories. Tommy Fierro is a very good promoter. He's been doing it for his entire life. So kudos to Tommy for putting together a great product once again. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tom, Tommy Dreamer is awesome. Uh, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy <laughs> Fierro is awesome. I don't know why Tommy Dreamer on the mind. Probably because we were talking about pile drivers earlier. <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it, it's for, for those listening, uh, those watching on all of our social media platforms and those downloading the podcast form, this might be a very Jersey centric uh, podcast right now because we've known Craig for so long and uh, working with him for a while and Russell Pro and, um, and of course, ISPW. So, what. Take me back to like those moments, like in ISPW, or even did you ever work? Like, I don't know why I have these two linked. I don't know if they're the same. They might not be. Tony might be able to help me out with this too. Oh, let's was, hear it. I, was SSCW Tommy as well? No, no. God, SSCW no. was Carmine, the psychopath yeah. that never left his house. Yep, that was nailed it. You oh know, did you ever God. work SSCW? No, I I never I never went to his his uh, his shack. And I never met. I don't think I ever met Carmine. So you, know, you did, never, because he never left his house. So you never I think, had the. Privilege I think right of... when that was coming in is when I was moving. I moved away. I moved down to Florida. Yeah, and that was my. Uh, that was kind of my getaway. I'm sure I would have been on those shows if I was still up in the area. But I moved away. But yeah, he has. Uh, he's got a very uh, strong reputation from the from the old early 2000s. Oh, for sure. Hey, do you? Uh, I don't remember if we ever if we ever talked about it before. Uh, last time were you on? Did you ever? Were you ever online? Did you ever follow like the Declaration of Independence or anything like that? To be honest, no. When I when I quit wrestling, like I got, you know, when you were a kid, you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna make it on this and that. And then when it doesn't happen immediately, you know, I got a little disenchanted. You know, I had a job opportunity to move to Florida, and I took that opportunity, and I kind of just like I loved wrestling so much that I just separated myself completely until I came back. So I never really followed like the Declaration of Independence. I never really got into like the the message board wars or any of that stuff. Yeah, I was I was never directly involved, but that that's that's part of like wrestling lore. It, definitely for this area of the country. You were a some... lurker, weren't you, Tony? You were oh, big... for sure, for sure. I never I would never get involved in any shit like that. I, I was see always... Kevin lurking. Well, what's a lurker? That was just... a, a lurker. Somebody that reads all the messages. But never posts. Yeah, yeah, I'm a lurker, dude. They would oh. post some heinous shit on there though. Like I wouldn't want to get involved in any of those conversations. They were all I mean, unless I was drinking. If I was drinking, I have no, I have no filter. I'll just yeah. But tell the thing you, is, but... it's like a rabbit hole. You ever get stuck in like a TikTok rabbit hole, and you just you, two hours later you're still staring at TikTok. That's what it was. These message boards, I'm sure. You look wait, at when you get them, you start talking to these guys, and then and then two hours later you're still arguing with them. Yeah, what are you what are you watching on tiktok these days are you watching twerking videos of course i am what are you, are you kidding me <laughs> i'm watching my favorite tiktoks twerking videos <laughs> weird food and the the uh the uncle you ever see the guy the uncle in the wheelchair he has down syndrome he's really <laughs> old no he is the greatest tiktoker on the planet because all he does is yell at his handlers it's no. fantastic he's He's like the nicest look. Like it's such a sweet TikTok, 
but watching him yell at his handlers is the greatest thing ever. I can't. Uncle, I'll tell you. If, if you're an old dude with, with Down syndrome and you're in a wheelchair, I think you've earned the right to yell at anyone you want 100%. to. 100%. And he, and he tells them like it is, and I love it. They're like, oh, what would you like for, for dinner tonight? He's like, every, every time he answers, he always goes, I want to go to Red Lobster. Every time. <laughs> every time. And they're like, you hate Red Lobster. And he argues with them. I must. I sit through them a lot. That and the guy from Canada that does that weird dance when he's eating his food, he pours the cheese on the food. He's got like 10 million followers. I like that guy too. <laughs> I gotta start watching TikTok. You gotta start watching more TikToks, man. No, like I my thing is YouTube. Like I'll watch yeah. Russian car accidents all day and all night. I like those. They're fucking maniacs. They don't I stop like for shit. People no, pull right in like front of them, no breaks. Russian car accidents. I like I like watching people dressing up in scary outfits and hiding and scaring people as they come around the corner. I like watching those videos. I like, you ever see the videos with like, the, like the pretty girl was going up the escalator and she touches the guy in the hand to like, uh, to piss off his wife. Yeah. Yeah. Watch a lot of those. Those. You ever oh, see, say, it was great. You ever see the one dude that scares people in Walmart? He's only got one arm and he drags himself across the yeah, floor so to scare people. Oh, the newest ones. Do you see the new ones where it's the guys, the group of guys that go up and like, surround people and take pictures with them have you seen those no <laughs> those are very popular those guys are gonna get shot one day of course of course i'm here for that <laughs> that's what i that's that's the kind of entertainment that i like you know who else i like you'll you'll dig this because you're a sports guy you ever watch john boy media yes he oh dude i'm a nets I, fan of course john boy's a big nets guy i don't yeah. i don't really watch baseball i'll watch john boy all day and all night i, oh, fucking I, I watch baseball i watch you know i watch all the sports I just yeah. love the way he breaks stuff down and he starts like when he, when he's reading the guy's lips and everything. Look at this. You know about that, Kevin? I know yeah, about the Atlanta Braves. I also know about what your division rival, the New York Mets, did today. So. Oh, give me a break. They overpaying the old pitcher that <laughs> got rocked by those Atlanta Braves. I'm Thank just saying. No, yeah, no, I got you. Him. Dead on. I'm a Yankee fan. I don't care one way or the other, but it was just a I'm like baseball is like my third favorite sport, but Me like too. today was just like I was glued to Twitter all day today. Well, the 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 Mets are going to be good for the fact that their their owner is a goof. He's a mark who is going to overpay right. for anybody that he thinks is going to give them some sort of relevancy. But guess what? The guys that he's signing, they're not going to hold up. So you're How so are you going to give a 38-year-old pitcher Forty-three million dollars a year on a multi-year deal. Come on. Yeah, right, come so, on. All right. So you're so you're not you're not convinced by the uh, the Scherzer Degrom or the Degrom Scherzer one-two punch. Who's, Who's better, by the way? Healthy? They're gonna they're gonna pitch the whole year? Never. Is I'm more impressed with with that contract that Gausman got in Toronto, Toronto after that great year he had. Yeah, what a great year he had. Yeah. Gausman was fantastic, and he got right, so much more reasonable contract. All right, so Craig, let's let's shift this back to wrestling real quick because we are a wrestling podcast after all, despite how right. many times we try to hide it. Hey, um, I want to hear more about TikTok videos when you're done with this question. Oh, we'll no, that, you're, Tony, you can go for Tony, it. Tony, follow me later and, I, and you can look at all the people I follow and you'll be good to go. I don't even if have a TikTok. TikToks, even, if you watch your TikToks even, all night long. If you want to follow him, that's at BD underscore Craig Steele on Twitter and Instagram. So if you and want to TikTok. see what the big... Uh, and TikTok. So there you go. Yeah, see, uh, Craig, you're you're clearly hipper than I, I mean. That's not even a question because I don't even know, I don't even know how TikTok works. But um, oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Craig, 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 there was there was a time I remember this specifically, and I don't know why. 
there was um a time where you like you made kind of like not like an announcement or a proclamation or whatever you would only wrestle for like one company or something like that but i see like now you're kind of getting back getting back into other places i mean it's still local it's still that great was stuff. yeah that was like three two three years ago i was i thought i was winding down you know there was a you know then something happened called covid that's right and you know you sit you sit at home for six months seven months and you're like i don't know what i'm gonna do and then you kind of get that itch again to you know to get out there and i'm wrestling a lot more often yeah getting my getting my face out there a little bit more than i did in the past and uh i'm having a good time and and we mentioned the team with uh with danny doring how did that come about i've been i've known danny probably 20 years you know so it was kind of like he we did some shows together for the crowbar shows you know his shows up in uh, up in Rutherford area. Yeah. Yep. And we kind of like rekindled their friendship, and you know, one thing led to another. We're like, ah, oh, let's start. You know, let's take some some dates together. And uh, Pat Buck and Kevin Matthews, you know, liked us together, so we started, you know, doing it more regularly at WrestlePro. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, Danny Doring had a nice little moment at the show, which I missed you at, by the way. Um, yes. I, you know, it's funny. I, you know, what happens when you get, you know, you grow up and you have children. Yeah. You plan children. You gotta go do getaways, and we went away for Thanksgiving. So uh, unfortunately, I wasn't there this weekend. But I'm, you know, I heard you know it was an amazing show, great crowd. Obviously, I think the best talent in independent wrestling is at WrestlePro, and uh, you know, I'm I'm very blessed to be a member of that family. You know, since the beginning, and uh, it's a yeah. you know it's always home. So it's always it's always nice to see that. When uh, when can we uh, expect? Maybe 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 you had one and, and I, I didn't see it. Are you gonna do the Fourth of July barbecues coming back or what? What's going on with that? Oh, we <laughs> might have. We're gonna do. I think we're gonna do Memorial Day. Ooh, Memorial Day. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. That's gotta be a kid or an animal. It's no, the, it's, both. <laughs> it's both. It's <laughs> both. It's the little deal. Ah! <laughs> Out of TV land. Tell him. Ah, this guy. Got a promo on them. Shut up. Shut up. Exactly. Yeah, shut up, Kevin. What's Tell, up? You like remember Kevin? Tell him to shut up. Yeah. Tell me all. Yes. Yeah, all right. not... so, like I was saying, yeah, Memorial Day, we'll probably get back together. A lot of the boys are spread all over the country now, so it's not as you know, every uh, as uh, wild <laughs> as it used to be. But we'll get back to that now that like life it. is getting back to normal. Kevin, how many masks are you going to wear at my barbecue? <laughs> Not how, many, how many masks? Yes. Oh, brother. We'll start, we can start with a one. Terry Funk figure. Very nice. Oh, no. Really? No, really? those aren't the type of masks I know you for, Kev. Oh, okay. You meant, a, oh, you meant one of these? You meant, you meant one of these? Was that? Yes. You meant, one of, you meant one of those? Yes. Uh, Kevin got vaccinated. There's a lot worse, a lot got... worse diseases you're gonna get than COVID at one of my barbecues, buddy. Yeah, there you I go, know. kid. That's a great point. That's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, go back to TikTok. Uh, I got nothing. Live. Shut up, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> a great promo, by the way, from that kid. I told you he was coming. I told you he was coming. <laughs> so, what action figure was he just uh, twirling around there? He has super crazy. For... Look, he has an old super crazy figure. 
Oh my god, that's awesome. Yeah, he likes to he went into the old drawer of the old action figures and he's and he's going to town like he always does. Oh, he's got look what he's got now. He's got Bam Bam Bigelow. Nice. That's the best. So who you else know, is in the who else is in the drawer? There's a who lot in that drawer. You got you got a lot. Who else has he got? He's got he's got Bubba Ray Dudley, he just pulled out. Good God, that's awesome. He's got a lot of figures. He's a he loves wrestling. Unfortunately, you're right, trying well, to keep you trying to keep him away from wrestling, or uh, I can't because it's Kevin. You've met my son. Yes, I have. He's he's not a, gonna, there's nothing yeah. keeping him away. He's 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 dropping he's, he's dropping he's, elbows. He likes uh, he likes anything that's physical. Yeah. So he likes to tackle and wrestle and punch and kick and break things and he's a little boy. So so we now just on uh, Sunday his birthday is on Sunday. He turns four. I'm a he wants a hoverboard. That's right. That's awesome, man. Uh, so we just had Luke and uh, who you know Luke Hawks and and uh, his son uh, his son Peter on. Is there any? Oh man, I hope I hope that they, they get a great positive answer to this question. Any chance that we're going to see a big deal, little deal tag team, baby, down the line? You're going to have to wheel me down to the ring like Randy Hogan. <laughs> <on the walker. laughs> That happens. I was the I was the guy that had the kids later. I wasn't the early. I wasn't the nineteen year old dad. So yeah, that ain't happen. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Yeah, but that's when you take the hot tag from your kid. That's all. I do that now. I did that with every partner I've ever had. <laughs> Can you take the heat, buddy? I'll make the. T- I'm taking the tag. <laughs> ask a ask a. What's his name? What's his name now? Micah Jenkins. What What's his name now? Oh, uh, oh. Warren. What's oh my God. Uh, Sandy Man. Well, Sandy Man. Sandy Man, and then Michael Jenkins. He has a new name now. Uh, War- I, does he, I think he just goes by his name, right? Warren no, Roddy? Like DeKendra or something? I don't, I don't know. I haven't seen him in a couple of shows, so I don't know. The old Taboo Crew. That kid oh, took that was more a, heat. That was good times. He was a hell of an athlete. He probably Five years. Is. Hell of an athlete. You know, yeah. one of the most athletic guys I've ever, I've ever seen, or, yeah. you know, Fortunately enough to spend some time with him, and I spent a, a several, a good several years as his partner, and he did nothing but, but impress everybody. And you know, he's going to be on our TV screens one of these days. I, I no, I couldn't agree more. And I said, I said for a while that, that him, it was him and TJ Crawford that uh, I thought yep. were the two like most athletic guys I've seen in a long time at a wrestling show. And you're right, I think. I, I don't know what he what he goes by, but he he has new gear. He's got like uh, uh, one Roddy has got, he's got like, like the uh, Muay Thai shorts now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll tell you what the funniest like the thing about him is I would like come up with random things for him to do. I'd be like, why don't you try to do a backflip and then do it into like a leg drop or whatever? And he'd be like, all right, and then he'll do it <laughs> in a match. We wouldn't even practice it. I'd be like, you know, I think this would be a cool spot. Why don't you why don't you do like a double like a double flip? And then do an elbow drop, okay. And he nailed it every time. Oh, we're gonna have to tag him, and we're gonna have to tag him in this when this when this goes up up in podcast form because I'm sure he'll be uh, tickled by it, man. Definitely. So, yeah. Definitely. So, all right. So, what's going on? We're approaching the end of 2021, 2022. You're still gonna work. You're still gonna do. Uh, Regular shows or what's what's up? I'm uh, currently besides our my my Wrestle Pro stuff, I'm doing uh, I'm doing the IWA shows uh, in North Jersey and Nutley. 
Oh, did you? All right, when he was at that show, did you? Did you get a picture with the mask? You did, right? Yeah, right, I did. That's I was right. the first one. <laughs> and then, as like, Silva went, and Hawkins. Yeah, as soon as yeah. he went to the bathroom, I started walking around wearing it. Oh, I was walking around. It's Vader time. I was walking around with the mask on. <laughs> it stunk, by the way. Of course it did. But he was he was very he was very uh, humble and a nice man to be around. So God rest his soul. Yeah, yeah, for sure. One of the best. One of the best ever. So like I said, Saturday night, I'm going to be in, uh, in Nutley, New Jersey at uh, the Knights of Columbus for IWA Wrestling, where I'm currently the oldest breakthrough champion in the history of wrestling. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'll be defending... I'll be defending that title. What are you doing? Man, I'll be defending nutley. that title against uh, against one of the, another young up and comer, Chris Barton. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Chris Barton. Let's see. He is he's a big he's a big kid. Sounds uh, familiar. Very athletic. Does a lot of New York stuff. And uh, I'm gonna I'm excited to get into the ring with him. He's a, I he's a nice, you. Yes, you're wrestling me. <laughs> Well, you ain't kidding, man. He wants to beat the crap out of you. Yes, this is what he does. This is what we do day in and day out. Right? Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it on, uh, on Saturday night. Ah. Yeah. Well, that, that's going to be great. I might, have, so, I might have to so wear... To you. I, might have, yeah, right? I might have to wear three masks when I go to Nutley. Come on. Oh. Well, what's wrong with Nutley? We're talking about a fun crowd. That Nutley crowd is entertaining. Yeah, Nutley, Nutley's, Nutley's pretty, uh, pretty good it's people. Pretty Nutley. It's Saturday, maybe I'll make that happen. Come on out. I think I might. Would you find let's a whistle? Why not? T Donk, let's do it. Let's have a date night. Yeah. Come on out Saturday night. You'll be my guest. That's right. Appreciate that. Maybe I'll do a little like, live feeding. Sounds like your son's a Bill Alfonso fan. What are you doing? <laughs> chubby guy. Yes, it's a chubby guy. Chubby guy. <laughs> That's his favorite line. He'll just walk around and randomly be like, you're a chubby guy. We went to we went to Hershey yeah. Park. He walked up to the guy, old guy. He goes, "You're an old man." <laughs> yeah, dude. Walked up to this guy at the hotel. You're an old man. He's a heel, he bro. Like, no, the old man. That's your, like, I know. That's your kid. That's what happens when you have a. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's jumping off the stuff. That's he's it. Bro. I'm jumping on the top Because he's got yeah, he's got the spotlight. <gasps> <laughs> All right, Austin, calm yourself. Sit down and relax. Kid, your your dad's not used to taking the heat spots. Oh, I'm not used to taking the heat. I'm not. I've taken more bumps during this podcast than I have in five years. <laughs> oh, baby. Oh, baby. Atta boy. Daddy, you're an old lady. Yes, I'm an old lady. <laughs> A happy early wow. birthday, Austin. He said happy birthday. What do you say? What do you say? Say shut up, Kevin. Yeah, say like, you're an old hey. lady. What he say? An old lady. He said shut uh, your a is what he said. Listen, man. Dyfus watch. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> Unless it's like a new tag team debuting for IWA. <laughs> I don't know. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Man, that's awesome. Though. I can't wait to see you cut. He's, dude, he's your kid, man. He's my kid. You're not All showing right. him that night, video. Tony, you live down the road. Why don't you come on out? Yes, I do. What time's the show? 8, uh, 
No, I'm sorry. It's an early start. Seven o'clock. Oh, maybe I'll drag the kid out for that one. Seven o'clock bell. Tony, awesome. I'll go if you go. All right. Seven let's, o'clock let's bell. Make it happen. You know, it'll it'll be a good time. Let's I, bell. That's right. What I really like about uh about IWA is they do uh they have they have live promos after matches. Like Ben Ben Bigelow. That's right. So you go after your match, you know, they'll have the uh they'll have one of the one of the announcers will be standing by at like a podium area and you you make the decision whether or not you want to go over and cut your own promos. Everything is straight from the you know from the head. Yeah. And how do you not do that? Separates the men from the boys when it comes ah. to promos and wrestling, and it's a great time. That's cool. You know, good, I, good, a yeah, lot of good, like... a lot of good athletes. Ah. It's, a, it's a great product, and I enjoy yep. it. I enjoy it. Yeah, I feel like you have to take advantage of that, no matter ah. what level, oh. uh, what experience of the game you're in. Anytime you get, anytime I can put a microphone in my hand, I'm putting it in my hand. So that's right, baby. You know, <laughs> I'm doing. Uh, so I'll be at IWA this week. I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing most of the SWF shows again. I've been taking a bunch of those because they're fun, you know, wrestling my friends, you know, having good matches. That's Rob Fury, no? That's Rob Fury, who's back from the dead for the fifth time. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm proud of him. I'm proud that of him. That guy just keeps surviving, man. He just keeps uh, on he's pushing. He's got more. Man, I'll tell you what. He's got He's, he's got more more lives than, uh, nah. than a cat. He's been... <laughs> God bless him, I'm, you know. Wow. It's a, like I said, it's a fun place to work. I do a lot of the standalone wrestling for Chad Minnis. I do a lot of those shows. Yeah, yeah. that's another fun place to wrestle. A lot of good yeah. matches, a lot of good shows. Yeah, we like had Chad, Chad on a few times. He's, he's good people. Chad's good people, and he puts together a good product. And he, you know, and he's another guy. That, and he's a, he's another one that lets you kind of do what you want to do, and you know. It gives you creative freedom to to be you, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. I did his uh his boardwalk buds yeah. back uh back in uh, over the summer down in Atlantic City for comedy, and I took in some wrestling shows. Fantastic. Saw our boy Danny Moff in the cage. So yeah, that was dope. Definitely. I wish I wish we could open that chubby guy right here. Oh yeah, yeah. Open that chubby guy up for the kid. I don't even know which, which he's it's a it's an Akimi African dream figure in a box. Oh yeah. yeah. That's a different chubby guy. That's a giant yeah, silver. Yeah. Oh. This is kind of one. This is I, I really want to open it. We're not opening it. Why? It's special. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Craig. Uh, it was a pleasure to see you again. Thank you again for the video last week celebrating 10 Thanks. years. You could follow Any, anytime, guys. Anytime. You I'm, Dude, I'm it's... here. I'm not going anywhere. I feel like we're you could almost be guys. like. It's down to, we're down to two. No, what? Matt's an idiot. Matt, Matt, Matt was like, "Hey, you're talking to Craig Steele tonight. I got a pizza gig. I'll see you later." That's funny. Yeah, he's the one that booked me. What the heck? Yeah, he's yeah, a dick. Matt's the he's booker car, man. He's our Carmine. He's our fucking uh, Carmine. He no, but he leaves the house. Well, Carmine, Carmine scared to scared to leave the house. Like, like mm-hmm. a lot of those, you ever noticed a lot of wrestling journalists have never been to a wrestling oh, show, dude. Carmine is like in the political world now. He's verified. He's got like a hundred thousand followers. Yeah, but who's Twitter. gonna listen to that guy? I, I mean, I'm just I'm, saying he must have. No, he must like, have got I'm him no somewhere. Heart liberal, but I'm not getting my conservative news from the dude that won't leave his house. You know, 
I'm like, I know, it keeps you know, you know, I don't need the guy that never left his house to tell me COVID isn't real, you know? <laughs> you think he wears a mask? You think he wears a mask in the house? I don't know, because he doesn't think COVID is real. When he's when his mom's cooking his dinner, you know, in his in his in his little room, get his little TV stand, little TV table, and he's telling oh you know, COVID denying COVID. I got my dogs here now too. The whole family's there. Let's get them. Yeah. <laughs> Look, my giant Rottweiler puppy. Yeah. Can't Kevin, you scared of this one? Boy. I wouldn't be so, scared of that. So you, your son, your son probably wrestles the dog, and the dog's like completely oh, cool with it, right? Yeah, that's awesome. I'll, I'll get you, booty. He's a uh, he's a he's a hundred pound, eleven month old Rottweiler. So. Kev, he said he could see your booty. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. Yeah, butt cheeks. Austin is the uh guys. If you want to book Austin, uh, I'm his agent. You can book him anytime you want. Kevin, you need an opening act for your uh your comedy gigs. Yeah. Someone's gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to book me first, Craig. <laughs> you, who are you kidding? You want? He's doing a sense chance. He's doing everything. Getting it all in. Buddy. Get your stuff get in, it all and Get your dog. Butt cheeks. Butt cheeks. It's so funny. And you're four. Yeah, my butt kid, my kid had the butt cheeks phase, uh, phase two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know what it does is. It, does he have the attempted murder phase? Because Austin's in that phase too. No. My, 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 kid, my kid will horse around me a little bit. He's 13 now, and he's almost 200 pounds, so... Oh boy! Yeah, he's Dad. a big kid. Is he gonna be the outpatient junior. I, 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 <laughs> you I tell you what, he, he's not so much into wrestling, but he's get he's getting into like like working out. Like I I think I'm gonna get him a bench for Christmas. So, so one of us one of us is actually working out. One of you guys are working out. That's nice to see. Is he gonna be? He doesn't like wrestling. He's not gonna be the outpatient. What is going on here? Outpatient junior. No, he he really we we actually we actually did a watch along uh uh over the weekend we watched uh John Cena and Kevin Owens when he made his debut uh as the NXT oh, that champion US championship match that was a good match yeah yeah it was really good my um, was the, that the you open know what challenge my, right yeah you know why my kid wanted to watch it because he wanted to see John Cena do the springboard stunner he thought it was like the goofiest shit he ever saw oh yeah the, the what do you call it? the springboard stunner yeah that's I don't so know bad. if you remember, we were a bunch of us maybe five years ago when that happened or whatever it was. We were obsessed with springboard stunners. <laughs> Everybody was talking. All we ever talked about was springboard stunners. Kevin, do you remember those days? I do. The springboard stunner was all the all the what everybody talked about in the locker room. It was all the rage. I mean, they still kind of are. Let's be honest. I shut you ass. It's it's so bad. It's good. Like that's that's how bad it is. Oh, maybe it's cutter. Horrible. Maybe it's not horrible. a stunner. The springboard cutter is still a big. Deal. It was it was horrible. No pun intended. It was a horrible move. But you know but, what? But He's got a hundred million dollars. So what am I going to argue about? Oh, hundred percent for sure. There you go. Follow the big deal, Craig Steele. Make sure you get it down in the scroll on social media. We're talking TikTok. We're talking Facebook. We're talking Instagram and Twitter at bd underscore Craig Steele. This was a fucking blast, dude. We gotta get, Always, we gotta get you. Come Guys, on. you want you want some levity in your uh in your wrestling world? You hit me up. That's what I'm here for. I got my son's a psychopath. 
That's right. My giant dog again is right here. Oh. And he's taking his. Oh, there goes the shirt. Oh, geez. I hope Dyfus ain't watching that for sure. He's ready to fight. Oh, that God. shirt comes off. He's like Jerry the Lawler when he pulled the strap down. <laughs> that shirt comes off, you're in trouble. Oh, man. I'll, it's a good thing we're doing these shows via, uh, via you know, StreamYard then. Yep, no, for uh, sure. Too bad we weren't in studio because then I wouldn't have to have him attacking you. Yeah, he'd be No, you'd have ass. to bring him, bro. Danny Doring brought his kid here. You might as well bring your son, too. Oh, man, he's punching him in the head. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we gotta... I told you he was coming. <laughs> we will have you on again soon, Craig. I have, a, I have a zoo in my house. Of course you do. You got kids. That's Thank the way it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Two of my favorite Love guys I've met in this crazy, wacky business. Yeah, fuck okay. that. <laughs> Again, Saturday. Come on out Saturday night. Come see me. Come hang out. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do that. We have a bar. We have a bar at, at this place. I don't got nothing going on. Well, tonight's a Columbus. It's all they do there is drink. There's a lot of drinking. Ah! Going on. Hell yeah. There's a lot of drinking. You get to see me in action with that young uh, with that young monster. I'm going to have to, uh, you know, give him a little wrestling lesson. And kick their butts. Yeah. That's right. And Austin's going to And kick their butts. That's Austin's all. Austin's going to be there, I'm sure, ready to fight. His birthday's on Sunday, right, bud? And get my haircut all ready. That's right. Birthday. He's all ready to go. Awesome. Chunky guy, Buddha. Yelling at my dog. <laughs> And the dog is. <laughs> what is going on in my house, dude? You gotta oh, shut it down. You gotta, you gotta put the kid to bed. Got it. Put got the dog it, yeah. outside. Ew. <laughs> Doggy. <laughs> oh, the big baby. Look at this. He's a big uh, baby. Craig, we love you, buddy. Thank Craig, you so he's much. On my door. If he don't, the pizza what? man knocking on the door. You don't think he's a big baby? Trust me. He's <laughs> <laughs> hungry. That's all. <laughs> Uh, uh, Craig, always a pleasure, my friend. <laughs> a lot of stuff What's going that? on there. Who? Kevin? Kevin. Shake, Kevin's shake, got all sorts shake, of shake, cluttery shake, stuff going on. A lot of action figures. Yeah. Oh, it's my he always my it's my tool it's my tool shed basement full of action figures. That's all. All right, that's very nice. You got a is that a Canadian flag behind you? Of course it is. That is a Canadian flag behind me. I had this Canadian flag when I went to SummerSlam 1997 because I was a huge Bret Hart guy. So I was that troll Canadian Hart Foundation oh, fan. You and were I, the, you were the guy that you were the Shawn Michaels hater. Oh, no, I was just a huge Bret Hart guy. Shawn Michaels wasn't in the match; he was the ref. Unreal. Hi, I'm checking one. You still Sorry, have that? That's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> On that yeah. note, gentlemen, I need Love a drink. Man. Go for it. Treat yourself to two. I might need to, I might need to. <laughs> Austin, say goodbye to, to the Bye guys. Austin. Happy this. birthday, bud. Thank you. Oh, you're right. welcome. And he's gonna elbow Bye, me, right? Isn't he? He's gonna do it. Butt cheeks. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Craig, always a pleasure, my friend. Always. Come back anytime. Hit yeah, us up. He's out, brother. Up, whatever, Thank you so man. much. The big deal, Craig Steele. With the Dude, like he could be, he could be like if we ever needed like a third or fourth mic, he could just be like a regular guy that just talks with us about stuff. 
Yeah, or we could just have him on and not talk wrestling at all because I'll fucking do that all day with Craig. He's awesome. Yeah, you guys could have had like a two-hour TikTok. Uh... Oh, for sure. For sure. I didn't have the heart to tell him I hate twerking, but, you know. But you asked him about twerking. Well, but, dude, he runs Taboo. You know what I'm saying? Like he's Yeah, we didn't probably, bring that up at all. He's probably looking for, um, for you know, new uh, recruits, maybe. You know? Uh, maybe. That guy's always working. Uh, Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not even. Gonna yeah, we're gonna have to, go we're gonna have to figure out Saturday. I think I want to go to the show. I might. I mean, I don't think I have anything to do on Saturday. I mean, I mean, I do have to visit my grandmother, but I could do that during the day. But you know me, I literally have the memory of a freaking goldfish. So there's probably That's something right. that I have to do that I don't know yet. But we'll worry about it later. I don't really Kev, think there I is because I'm tr- I'm trying to save money, so I don't think there's anything that I have to. I'm not going out. Like yeah. so, maybe I'll do that. Well, we are the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. We want to send thanks to all of our guests tonight. We want to say thank Luke Hawks at Luke Hawks 504 on the Twitter and, and the other social medias at PJ underscore Hawks. Uh, they are the members of the Hawks Airy. There we go. Thank you for popping that up. Also want to thank Mr. Craig Steele, the big deal at BD underscore Craig Steele. Don't forget to follow him on TikTok. You will get all the goodness that he likes to enjoy on the TikTok machine. It's exactly what I'm doing after the show tonight. Once again, we are the Shining Wizards. Find us everywhere on social media at Wizards Podcast. Don't forget to join our Discord. The link is up on our Twitter page, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Shining Wizards. Get all your t-shirts. I don't know if the sale's still going on, but if you missed out it's on not, that one, I'm sure there'll be another I think it ended today at I think it ended today at noon, I want to say. Well, that's fine. They always have sales. Even if they don't have a sale, you're supporting us. Don't forget, holidays are upon us. Amazon.ShiningWizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping through us. It's not going to cost you anything extra couple of ducats uh, get kicked back to us and it helps us out helps support the show patreon.com slash wizards podcast we got more we are back on the ball with bonus episodes please get on there and check them out you get boxes of wizardry depending on how much you want to support us with and we love you all thanks for joining us tonight kev i think i covered everything is there anything else we need to mention or talk about no i mean join us again here next week and uh same time same uh all the, the social media platforms if you watch live uh we appreciate it very much and, and uh, i can't really tell who watched where but if if, if you watched then that's awesome and it it goes a long way with us and it goes a long way despite how 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 many viewers we have at this point or, or at this hour or this hour or that hour it all matters and it's great and uh we our loyal supporters our new supporters uh, thank you so much. Uh, year 11 has kicked Ooh. off, Tony. You ain't kidding. We're in double digits now, bro. It's crazy. Oh, and we are going to keep going until Matt kicks us out. So, 30, 30 more years. 30 more years. Until... They'll be wheeling Craig to the ring in a wheelchair, and we'll be laying in hospital beds doing the show. Yeah, I like I like this show tonight a lot because I love, I love Luke. We obviously know we have a lot of history with Luke, and uh, – to see his kid now doing it, Luke like might be the same age as his kid. By the way, so I mean they both look there. pretty young. Yeah, yeah Luke, they no, both Luke, look really young. I look Luke older looks, than Luke. Luke looks phenomenal though. He always does. He's always. Yeah, might be older shape. than Luke actually. Now that I think about it. And his kids, his kids, just a fucking machine. That kid is a machine. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for both of them. I'm excited. I'm excited that you're excited for NWA hard times too. We'll have picks. We'll have results next week. 
what uh, else are we picking whole... next week? Is NXT? What else is on the? On yeah, the we're town? doing War Games and Hard Times too, right? Oh God, there's a War Games. Yeah, NXT Takeover War Games, whatever it's called. Yeah, something like that, I guess. Well, Kev, I'm rooting for you in the picks. I'm hoping you don't beat me, but I'm rooting for you. Why? I mean, that I'm like you should be rooting for Matt because Matt's so far behind. Oh fuck him. All right. Well, that's a, he, that he, seems he like a you guys issue. He disappears for two hours and he's talking shit to us. <laughs> Come on, he's talking shit. Doesn't matter. Matt will be back next week, hopefully, and uh, that'll be it and all that and whatever. Kev, you want to say good night? Because I always get yelled at for saying good night. No, I'll say good night. And again, thank you all. Follow me, Shining Wizards Kevin on Twitter. Uh, no, at Kevin Griefer on Twitter, at Shining Wizards Kevin on Instagram, at Wizards Podcast on all social media platforms. I do believe Matt might be doing the TikTok. I have no idea, but no clue. But it's it's all good. We love you. Uh, can't wait to be back with Matt next week. And uh, check out all the other shows on the network. And uh, enjoy. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. Tony. You know how much fun it is just to say butt cheeks? But, dude, when I was, like, my kid loved saying butt cheeks. I don't know what it is. Butt nah. cheeks are but, awesome. That's my that's my phrase. Tonight. Yeah, butt cheeks tends stands the test of time. Like everyone said, like butt cheeks. Like everyone did. Butt cheeks. Good night, butt like, cheeks. Good night, butt cheeks. <laughs>